another edition of Rogue Nation. We're on episode 45. Uh, tonight, as always, I got the two-speed uh, the two-speed bard. Yo. That's hey, George. Hey, can, can I speed that up? In the back end? Yep, really quick. I actually will try to do that. Try to do that. <laughs> I, I mean, it'd be nice if you're speaking up all the time. Can you just speed up his, his, uh, his dialogue? <laughs> just every time George speaks. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> got the Red Ranger's power. I feel 45. Hello. <laughs> got the, the God Doom of podcast. Yo. And I am your Harold of Thunder. And uh, tonight, we're going to... And I think that makes, us, that makes us your Harold and your Galactus. No, no. I'm the... Yeah, you guys are Galactus. I'm the Harold of... No. The listeners are the Galactus. I'm the Harold Because I said I'm your Harold of Thunder. Okay. Yeah. Fine. That makes sense. I like that. I bring... Yes. You guys to the world. I her- I'm heralding you guys. Oh, in. so oh. let's say a plural of Galactus would be Galactoids. I would say Galacti. Galacti. So our fans are the Galacti. That sounds like a race from a foreign planet. I like this. I like it. It's a better name than the fucking Nile for the Star Wars High Republic. Is that really what they call it? Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the Space Vikings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess. Hey, Charles Soule's doing a book. That's all I care about. Yeah. 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 I'll read it. Hopefully it doesn't get canceled. Hopefully not. Well, no, that's, it's not a comic. It's a... I was just trying to segue into it so we could talk about Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> so, as, as as we so negatively, or as so badly tried to do, there have been a bunch of cancellations this week that we wanted to kind of touch upon. Um, namely, the... ECC comic book convention, which did not get canceled, but got postponed. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to that, you have to wait till the summer. But luckily, all the pops that were going to be, all the exclusive pops and stuff, are still going to go on sale this week. Week, uh, Well, the week this comes out. So it'll be Thursday and Friday. Thursday and Friday, as always. So one day, no. Yeah. Have to read Taylor's doing it one day. Fucking it's happens. all online, so the bots will buy them yeah, all and Thursday put the prices night. up nice and high. Do you think pop hunting has been like impacted at all of uh, maybe people are going out less i haven't gone out so i don't know <laughs> um I, probably i wouldn't doubt they it still post, I still right post just uh today i saw like seattle movie theaters are going to be closed for the next two weeks all, all the theaters, seattle? Yeah, all yep. theaters. but seattle would make sense a lot right. of right. a lot of uh right. sports that's where ecc was going right a lot of uh sports uh leagues are looking into as well, I think the NCAA was the first one to say, like, hey, guys, you know, we're going to have them play, but no fans. Because a lot of states... You LeBron said? I thought that was genius. No, what did LeBron say? LeBron, they told LeBron, it looked like they sidelined, they, like, sandbagged them. They're like, hey, LeBron, what are you going to do if they don't put fans in the land? What? No fans? I ain't playing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's essentially what they do. They play for the fans. Yeah. Yeah, and but it, everybody was like, yeah, but LeBron, you signed a contract. Yeah. You have to play. And he's just like, but I, just, I thought it was crazy. He looked like he had never heard that before. It was like, what do you mean no fans? I ain't playing. <laughs> Starting next week, uh, a bunch of the talk shows are doing it without an audience. Yeah. So Late Show, Tonight Show. Yeah, I heard that. I forgot who else. The Kendall Show. That they're going to, like, all these talk show comedians are going to be. By themselves. Yeah, by themselves. Uh, the so, guys. so it's just going to be, like. The producer and. <laughs> producer them and just laugh tracks. That's it. Oh, that's good. I so, hope they don't do laugh tracks. Well, Kimmel did it for the Kobe thing. The what? And remember Kimmel? He did it for the Kobe tribute. He had no audience. No audience? No Damn, audience. I didn't know that. Yeah. How does that even go sound? He had no audience. And most of these guys are comedian-esque, or they do stand-up comedians. Yeah. So, so they're always in front 
of an audience. I wonder how weird it's going to be for them to right, not have gonna, an audience. Right, it's going to be odd. I know you guys are not wrestling fans, but they're going to postpone WrestleMania. No way. Oh. It's in Tampa. So, wow. Yeah, in Tampa. Right, in Tampa has there. cases. Yeah. So either, either postpone or cancel. They here's the thing. Yet. Next month is MegaCon here in Orlando. Not here in Orlando, but in Orlando. Right. And I'm kind of afraid they're going to cancel that. Probably. Yeah. I'm surprised they haven't even said anything. Well, yeah, probably by next week or the week. By the end of March. Or SuperCon, too. Yeah. They keep adding guests. That's the weird thing. Every day I get a new thing. like, oh, this guest is coming. I'm like, maybe. Are you sure? Ultra Music Festival was postponed, postponed, but not really because... No, they said they canceled it. Well, it's canceled slash postponed because the tickets are still eligible for next year or the year after. So you have to choose with additional benefits. They're going to give you like a bunch oh, of extra stuff, see, but heard, no refunds. Yeah, I was going to say, then nobody's getting a refund. I'm like, they fuck all those people. And I, I get it just because, you know, that money is already being used because the way the, the festival works, you have multiple ultras in different countries and everything like that. This is a second ultra to be postponed. And I get it. The money needs to be used, but that's not going to make people happy. You know who's doing that uh, as well? And I have to find out the highway. Royal Caribbean Cruises. Oh, yeah. I can't get a refund of my cruise for May. They told us, like, you could cancel up until the two days prior, and um, it, you will be eligible for credit up until next year, December 31st. So I'm like, I have a year to use a cruise that I might possibly never get to use because of this fucking virus. Well, it's just you know, the, the the travel insurance they offer. Shame I, on you. I did, and and it, whoa, you're supposed to be able to get a refund with that. No, I called the date that the last day of, and they told us due to the high amount of volume that we have to be refunding, we had to stop. It was shut them down. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but so they refunded so much that they've had they they have I, to I, stop. Refunds. I read that Disney refunded. They didn't care. Disney. Oh, refunded. Yeah, but it's, it's Disney. No, I know, but still, it still hit. Them. Disney prints money at this point. Yeah. Have you seen those ticket prices for the? Yeah. I'm sure they have the old budget for cruise lines. So hold on, now now that Joe brought up Disney and we're talking about this whole Corona cancel culture thing, what are they possibly going to do about Mulan and Black Widow? Mulan just had its LA premiere. Yeah, Monday. Right? Yeah. I think Mulan will go through the Black Widow. I'd be a little worried about because the Black Widow really that's going to be a big money maker for them. So I think. Um, but Mulan is worse because of this whole like boycott Mulan shit. That's why I think it'll go through. Yeah, the cold boycott. No, no music. Drop it like, oh, that they won't move, like, that like they it. won't release it, or they will? No, no, release it. It's just that they're not going to worry about, because this whole moving around shit is for money. So if they don't think the movie's going to be, don't think the money's going to be there, they're just going to release it and see what it gets. Plus, you've also got all these movies that are moving anyway, so Disney might be like, no, no, put it out. Let's see, everybody else move. Mm. They, they might go see our movie, you know, because Bond moved, No Time to Die got moved till November. Fucking November, yeah. week of Thanksgiving. I, I guess there is time to die. Yeah, really. And then something else got moved too, but something I don't really care about. Yeah, I, I don't remember either. A lot of production has been stalled for things that are Falcon, filming. And, right yeah. now. and the Winter Speaking Soldier. Of Disney. Yeah, Falcon and Winter Soldier got production. That also. sucks, man, because they were in Prague. Yeah. And Sebastian Stan, uh, I tweeted that like, you know, shooting had to stop because of the Corona, so they, you know, they, we had to come home. I could have sworn Witcher was supposed to start shooting already. I wonder if that got postponed as well. I wonder where that would be. I forget where they shoot. I Somewhere over there, though. Yeah, but it would be Europe, which is yeah. still bad. Thank, exactly. Thank God, Mandalorian wrapped. Oh, it did. Yeah, Mandalorian. Wow. Yeah. Just just, just, got time. It, just got it under. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, what are the odds? We're good. Well, so what are we thinking that that Marvel and Disney might do with Black Widow? What was it you were saying, Justin? I'm, I'm thinking Push. because they're expecting Black Widow to be a big money maker for them because the next Marvel Universe movie. Right. If if they're going to put the, that would be the one I would think they'd push. Yeah. yeah. They would push that to the, towards the end of the year. 
But, then, but I'm hoping they don't. I'm but then it would coincide with Eternals. Isn't Eternals this year? Yeah, but then yes. they would all, if they push that, they'll push Eternals. Yeah, right. You push your host like, Everything would just get pushed back. Like, and like MGM doesn't have... Well, it's, it's, what is it now? It's not MGM anymore. It's, um, it's not Universal. It's... Um, or has Bond. I can't think of it off the top of my head right now. Sony. Sony has Bond. So Sony has Bond. Dude, it's another... It's a sub... It's another company, too. It's, That's one of those. I know what you mean, yeah, the production company. Sony's a distributor. Yeah, so whoever has, they don't have a big slate, so they can just move it to another slot. Oh, yeah, Sony but has with Marvel movies, there's a big, you know, there's a slate. There's a whole bunch of other movies coming after it, so everything would just get shifted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think you're Eon. E, no, Eon, it says MGM. It says MGM, but there's a, MGM is owned by somebody else. No, I can't think of it. It's, oh, well. it's like right there. I can see the logo in my head. I, I, think, I, I think Justin's correct, though. Like, United Artists. Say, UA. United Artists. That's what I'm saying. Uh, okay. Artists. Yes, UA. Um, I think if Black Widow does move, I'd say maybe like, let's say August. Because the whole point that Black Widow is in May is because it's the start of the summer blockbuster right. season. I agree. But and as of <clears> now, <throat> we don't know what that landscape looks that's like. That's what I'm saying. This shit is moving. If, they, if stuff starts moving, I would think that that's going to. Well, here's the thing, though. No. Disney might be playing the long game on this stuff because everybody's moving. Disney would be like, "No, put the movie out. That means we'll get more people." Because I don't, I, you know, they, they might be thinking because especially unless they close the theaters like they're doing in um, Seattle. Seattle. I think I think I think people are still going to go to the movies. So I don't know. I don't know. I've already heard and seen people like refusing to do certain things. It's like some of it makes sense, a lot of it doesn't, but. When you mix that mob mentality of illogical behavior and decision making, I I would well, be look, like Sony of afraid a movie won't make money. Well, yeah, and if you look at it, I mean, look at the illogical behavior of now. You know, you go to the store to try and find like hand sanitizer and, and toilet paper. Toilet paper is all gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people are already people are freaking out like they do for hurricanes down here. You know, it's like we gotta buy it all. All the water's gone. Yeah, I legitimately asked my wife. I was like, hey, like there's a bunch of doctors in your app. Does this virus, let's say. Cause diarrhea or something. She's no. like, no, why? I'm like, so why the fuck is toilet paper selling now? Quarantined. Because if you're quarantined, you can't leave your house and you run out of toilet paper. You uh, use Instacart and deliver it to you. Also, but if you're quarantined, you Instacart quarantines too. No, they can drop off at your front door. Yeah, no, they've actually added that as a feature now. So, like, DoorDash, uh, Instacart, and another one. Yeah, a lot of delivery services in general. Just, you can put it in the notes, just leave it at the door. Val did that once when she went off to work and I stayed home hungry. Uh, <laughs> she ordered you food? Yeah, she ordered me food and just left that in front of the house. And I couldn't get to the door until I stopped throwing up. <laughs> so you yeah. came alive again? Yeah. And then you were hungry. <laughs> yeah, it was perfect. Uh, then it was Gatorade, bread, and chicken. I was like, this is great. And that's why you married her. But no, the, yeah. but the virus is just a flu on steroids. So it doesn't make you shit. doesn't make you throw up. It's just... It might give you pneumonia. It might. But if you're old, the only worrisome thing personally for me is the thing that like it gives you like a dry cough or sore throat, and I'm I'm already susceptible to that. I yes. get sore throats and dry coughs all the fucking but time. You have an immune system. It's it's killing people without a yeah like, too old to fight. Well, or my, respiratory. my worry, I'm saying what I'm trying to come across is like I'm not worried of the death thing because I, I no no you might if you get I'm worried that if I feel those symptoms, I'm gonna be like oh okay I get this all the fucking time. It's not that, and it, it could be. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you, can, you, you should get, test yourself. Yeah, yeah, the second you feel anything, the the basic cold symptoms, unfortunately, you gotta test yourself. Yeah. Well, there's you no testing kits. Yeah, right. There's test no first. testing kits. Well, you go to a hospital, you know, they'll, they'll quarantine you and test you right away. 
Corona out here canceling shit more than cancel culture. Oh, listen. Hey, but it still doesn't cancel my student loans. Oh, okay, yeah, quick, quick question. You heard what happened in Italy? They're canceling like like uh, mortgages. mortgages for like a certain amount of oh, time. Because no one can work. How crazy is that? Or the country kind of cares. Quick question. What's the, what happens first? Corona gets cured or... Uh, no, I'll no, say it. I'll say it. Or New Guts comes out. Jesus. <laughs> and the worst part, scientists have already said at minimum, uh, like the, the, no, the longest will be a year and a half. My doctor said... My doctors, I have a team of eight doctors, they all said probably two years. A year and a half to two years until an actual vaccine will come out. Fuck. Right. Human testing will not happen until about eight or nine months from now. Oh, the, no? The, the yes. UK? Yeah, the London, the London uh, lab is paying people up to like, I don't right, right. pounds. Seven yeah, US, to, like yeah. five pounds, 5,000 pounds. But yeah. for here, I'm saying for here, because we don't, we, we have rules here. Well, it's, Europe. they're like, oh, here. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to the people in the street. Drink this necessary. Well, no, they're doing they're doing checkpoints where they're taking people's temperatures. Yes. Where in Korea, in South Korea, they, yeah. they have a drive in a lot of places. They have a drive through. Yeah. Well, they'll test you. It's no, literally. literally. Yeah. Well, when it's an outbreak and it's an epidemic, right? You know, like here, one person gets it, and everybody's like, "Oh my god!" They grab toilet, they they toilet paper. paper. <laughs> yeah. But in, in in Korea, like you need to get like six hundred people to get it, and then somebody goes, "Maybe we should look at that." Yeah. The yeah. worst part is, like, it's not even that bad yet. And, like, I think there weren't even cases even in Florida yet. And we're yeah. here now no, with, like, four cases in Broward County. Eight, which is what we are. are. Right. I heard that. Too. But, like, three so weeks like, ago, we didn't have cases. So like, right. right. So, like, uh-huh, about two weeks ago, so just before, Val and I, you know, my wife and I, we went to the grocery to go to groceries. We couldn't find wipes. Yeah, yeah. Like, Lysol wipes. And we're like, we just need that just to clean the fucking kitchen. And it's like, and we can't find Lysol wipes. Now that we actually have cases, now shit is like completely empty. Yeah. I yeah. saw someone um, go to like a Publix, which is a very Florida thing. I know a lot of people yeah. don't know what the fuck a Publix is. But it's a grocery store. And like all the Lysol wipes and uh, antibacterial stuff, all of it was empty. Empty. Like it literally looked like a post-apocalyptic yeah, yeah. like, movie yeah. of just sections empty. Well, yeah, I mean, um, a coworker of ours, Anthony, he said that he went to the Walmart just to get some stuff late at night. And just because he uses Lysol wipes just to clean regular things in the kitchen and everything right. like that, he walked by the aisle four times, not realizing that it was just sold out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not that they couldn't find it, it was sold out. It's crazy, man. It's funny how, like, uh, I can't remember who it was. I think it was uh, Dave Channel slash Filmcast said that like, it's scary that we're living in a more disorganized uh, uh, state than Steven Soderbergh portrayed in the movie Contagion. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, yo, that was scary. And it's like, Damn, they were the government was actually pretty organized and contagious. What's crazy compared is, to what's going what's crazy on. Crazy is we're not organized at all. No, and other countries are fucking organized. Yeah, and we look like idiots. Right? Yeah. Well, let me ask you guys this: Have you guys changed your habits? Which habits? No, I've always washed my hands. I don't know why no, washing hands like is a new thing. People are like, doing it more. Is what I'm saying. Uh, I am. I am washing my hands way more. I am trying to be mindful of the whole touching of the face with her. Uh-huh. It is really difficult with having a beard. Yeah, you. I just wear a beard all day. Yeah, I touched my I beard. Got, all day. I got, ever since I had my LASIK, I have a, my my eyes like uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, leak um, mucus. It's just constant now. I've never been able to get it fixed, so I'm constantly rubbing my eyes for uh, getting that shit out of my eyes. And it's just it's just as like a natural you, thing. As long me. as you wash your hands, you're fine. See, I don't you can do that. <laughs> oh fuck! No, <laughs> I I do it. Here's the thing: I I've been one of the people since I was a kid. Like like I I've never understood the whole 
when they introduced the disinfectant wipes at the grocery store, mm-hmm. I, that always bugged me. I was always like, dude, you lived, so many people lived their lives before this happened and they were fine. What constituted this need all of a sudden? I've just, you know, uh, somebody said, a long, uh, George Carlin said a long time ago, I know he was a comedian, but I know he was like, you swim in raw sewage, you get immune to a lot of things, <laughs> you know? So it's like, Maybe, maybe if we didn't start bampering our, our immune systems, we'd be stronger than this at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, but, so, just but, so, but unfortunately, like, you know, like exactly what you're saying about George Carlin saying that, like, swimming in, in, in uh, raw sewage or whatever. But even that shit, like, let's say you get immune to that, you can go out to a different atmosphere, and that's you're exposed to something else completely different. That's true. You know, I, the I virus it, is not from here. It's not from a sewage I, thing either. Look, I, this is a foreign virus. I, I wash my hands like every normal person does after they go to the bathroom and everything like that. That's all normal for me. But I didn't. I haven't like extended my yeah. my use. I don't go. It's like oh, I got to do this again. Yeah, but I, I touch and I touch a lot of public services for my job. So I'm constantly right. like oh here and touching here. But I'm I haven't like extended it to like maybe I'll grab one of the the the, the wipes at this grocery store or something. I'll be like yeah okay my hands are dirty or whatever. But I haven't changed my habits. Like, oh, I gotta, you know, I'm here, gotta wash my hands. You know, I'm home, gotta wash my hands. You know, it's, I'm not doing that. I am. I think I was just, I think I already was doing that because yeah, of, like same. I said, like, I, it's, I'm just susceptible to always getting a fucking sore throat. Yeah. And, well, and I dry got, cough. So I've history. already been washing my hands a lot. So now I'm just, I'm making sure, I'm making extra sure not to touch but, or do it like, let's say, like how you just said, get home, wash your hands. I'm I'm doing that, and then again after I eat. Yeah. So I'm just doing it like one more time. Yeah. But like what what um, George said is uh, with the beard, it's really hard not. Yeah. To. And my hard. beard and my beard is the longest that everybody here. Right. So I'm constantly just like you have a handhold on that thing. Yeah. I'm like I'm constantly like driving like I'm a, yeah. like an evil genius. <laughs> and I did, I believe George and I trim it the most. So when the hair is coming back, especially on the edges, mm-hmm. you know, the neck and cheeks. It starts getting itchy. Yep. So no matter what, especially for me that I have the the like the thicker, you know, nappier hair, I'm always scratching it like fucking crazy mm-hmm. when that when that little bit starts coming back, and it's nuts. And then now it's like, and now I'm even thinking of like I actually have a a, a barber appointment this Saturday. I'm like, fuck, that brings back more itchiness. Mm-hmm. I got one on Thursday, so it's all good. Uh, one last thing I want to mention. Uh, I know we didn't talk about it beforehand, but I did see uh, Sonic. Uh, yes. And I okay. did see um, Onward. Um, Sonic, I was a little underwhelmed with. I'm sorry. It just it just really really didn't do it for me. I mean, I will say this. It's probably one of the best video game to movie transla- transitions I've seen ever. Because say. at least the movie made sense. Yes. And was very watchable and very, like, the, very entertaining. It just... Didn't it wasn't very funny for me. Yeah, they you didn't and, like Jim Carrey. I do like Jim Carrey, but he was just he was he wasn't being like funny Jim Carrey to me. He was just being a dick, and I was just like, I don't really care for dick. Jim he Carrey. had a lot of funny moments though. He was doing funny. Uh, maybe maybe I was just I don't know. I, I, maybe somebody maybe you guys undersold it for or oversold it for me by telling me he's like oh it's like Ace Ventura Jim Carrey. Uh, he was, and I was like, I didn't really I didn't really see that. I just saw him being an asshole when he was making fun of his henchmen. Yeah, I just saw him being an asshole. Well, I mean, he was being an asshole, but with our some of our humors, that's I, funny I, to us. I mean, I have friends who are a lot when, when Jim Carrey, when he was doing Ace Ventura, he was making fun of people. I didn't take it as him being an asshole. I just take it as him just being him. 
Mm. Maybe you become too sensitive, Justin. Maybe, I don't know. Oh, times have changed. Oh, I'm just an old man. <laughs> um, but I guess, Wash your hands. Yes. Wash your hands. <laughs> but I did see Don't Onward. Onward I liked a lot. Yeah, I can't watch Onward. Onward. Onward was good. I understand the Joe. I was about to be like, why? <laughs> here's, right. the thing, here's the thing about Onward, though. I'm still not over it. It's more for if you have an older or a younger brother. I do. Okay. Then, yeah. Because I, I have a younger brother. Yeah. yeah and, there, you, but, and, and there's a whole thing at the end of this movie about who raised who. And but you then, have an actual relationship with your brother. Oh, uh, yeah. I can give a shit about my Okay, but <laughs> but here's the thing: they have a thing at the end of this movie about who raised two in, re- in reference to father not being there. Okay, and that's cool. that's where I kind of was like, that's where I started to tear up. Oh. It was like, I mean, it's not. I mean, my father's still alive, and he raised both me and my brother. We're both right, fine, right. but it's just the idea of like one a brother taking care of a brother. Right, right. and I was just yeah, like, I, oh, I never, I never and it, it, that got to me. And the movie, I gotta say, for being a Pixar movie, is probably the most normal Pixar movie I've seen. Okay. It's not... When it's about fantastical creatures. But what, I'm, but what I'm saying is it's like there's no breakout like comedic character in the movie that I that I can think... Unless you count uh, Pratt's character. But even there you saw pretty much everything be funny in the trailer so mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of wasted. How about uh, Holland? Tom Holland. He's really good. Everybody everybody turns in a pretty solid performance and, and, and it, I would just classify it more as a movie movie than trying to be like a laugh out loud funny movie, you know? Okay. I, 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 it's just a very pretty straightforward story with them going on a quest and them learning to be. And because once you get to the end and you see what everything means, then it just becomes like, oh shit. Oh, so the ending recontextualizes the movie. Kinda. Cool. I actually then, like that. And then, and but but there is like a big dragon fight at the end of the movie. Oh, so, but it, and it's and I think it's actually really cool because by the end of the movie, Tom Holland's character has actually learned how to use magic. Cool. So it, oh. it's you know, but it, it but the the I think the contextualization of putting it based in the like a real world setting, just with all these fantastical characters, is very brilliant. And to see the little subtle differences here and there, like the truck, the van rather, and the lights, how they're shaped, like and and. And stuff like that is just very, very... And then how things have kind of changed, but not so much. Mm-hmm. It, it, <clears throat> it's 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 good movie. I recommend it. It's very good. I would see it again. In fact, I'm, I'm going to see it. Nice. So that's Pixar's Onward. Onward, yes. So moving on from that, we've got two trailers this week. We've got uh, we've got the final Black Widow trailer, because we were just talking about Black Widow. And we got the New Mutants trailer, which... Um, I'll start with the New Mutants trailer. I'm going to tell you honestly... The new one with uh, showing Cannonball actually being Cannonball right. and seeing uh, Magic Sword, that's kind of sold me. Fuck I'm, yes. I'm kind of in now. Like before, where I was still like, yeah, I'll see it, but I don't know where. Now I'm kind of like, I'm going to go see this. I, I really want to, because remember, before when we were talking about this, I was afraid that Cannonball wasn't going to be Cannonball. Yeah. I was afraid they were going to change his abilities. But it looks like, and it looks like too, like you see all the bruises on him is like a as like a result of his powers, which it goes against his his comic book mutant abilities. Because mm-hmm. in the comic, he actually forms a force field right. around right. himself when he so does that. Right. It's an impenetrable force field. That's how he's able to beat Gladiator. Right. He's one of the few people to ever beat Gladiator because Gladiator's powers are based off of confidence. And he was through his force field, he was able to build it up to where Gladiator punched him and it didn't do anything, which caused Gladiator to lose all his confidence in himself. So he's actually one of the few people to ever beat Gladiator. 
I think of um, DC Squirrel Girl could have taken more. What? Squirrel Girl. Squirrel Girl? She's she's the greatest. She takes on everybody. Oh my god. I have no idea if you're trolling right now. No, I'm dead serious. Squirrel Girl has taken down She some does big take guys. on everybody, but I've never read a single story with her. So I could Me either. Well, she, she talks to squirrels, so she calls squirrels from all over the universe to come and help her. Don't ask. It's ridiculous. Still she's, haven't sold me. Don't know. I, I can't sell you on it. I'm not trying to sell you. Forget it. Let's just move on. Okay. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm I'm digging the new new trailer. I, I, Me too. I do want 100%. to see it now. Um, I'm I'm a, I'm a, so what was that demon bear in that trailer? I couldn't even begin to tell you. Yep. But apparently, this, this trailer also confirms Lockheed. I didn't see Lockheed Wait, anywhere. And why would he be there? I don't know. How weird. I'm now even more confused. Maybe for magic, because maybe Lockheed had something to do with coming from Magic's dimension at some point. Not that I. No. I don't remember. Damn, we should ask Joe. He just stepped out. Um, but I'm I'm excited now to see this. I love Anna Taylor Joy. I think she's a great actress. All the people. And her as a blonde with a Russian accent, just like in another movie we're going to talk about now. <laughs> Russian accents are in. Right, in blonde, I guess. Um, I mean, but yeah, her yeah. as Lalandra uh, uh, Magic is amazing. Not Lalandra. Eliana. Eliana. Yeah. Joe, um, Lockheed Sorry. has something to do with New Mutants? Lockheed? No. Um, Wait. Why I thought this new trailer confirmed Lockheed being in the movie. I didn't see Lockheed. Get close to the mic. Sorry, you're too far. Um, we'll finish what you're doing. But wait. Kate, Kate's not in the movie. Right. No, I know. This one, but I, I thought I read somewhere they said that Lockheed was confirmed for the movie. Right. So, But why would we have Lockheed? Right. I, 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 no, we're asking you. Right? Like, no. Do you have any idea why? Well, I never read New Mutants. But I've... No. As oh, far okay. as... Lockheed's always been with her. I have, and, and, and Lockheed's never was there. Never he's never been it. by himself. Right. Yeah, he's There's never no, been with Lockheed. There's no point. Unless she's a new mutant in this movie, and she surprises, which doesn't make sense because she's... No, I don't even know this iteration of New Mutants, Justin. I know the one with Lockheed. Yeah, here. Oh, look, yeah. Announced oh, yeah. by director Josh Boone that Lockheed will be appearing in this upcoming film, The New Mutants, as a companion to Ileana Rasputin. Why? Why her? Then that's stupid. <laughs> I hope the whispers so, pick up. Oh, look who we got. Got a special appearance. What was his new nickname? I forgot. Because <laughs> he's not here. <laughs> yeah. We'll go with Ghost again. We'll go, it. Ghost Hunter? We'll, we'll keep the Ghost Hunter in here. Because I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll go back to the episodes. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, we were just talking. Um, Have you seen the trailers for trailers New Trailers for uh, New Mutants and for Black Widow. Uh, okay, so the Black Widow one, I did not see the New Mutants. Okay. So we're going to go into the Black Widow then, so... Because I think we've exhausted everything. He's got me working. Oh. Yeah. So okay. I was about to say hi. <laughs> All right. No problem. Um, and the ghost disappears. Just like a ghost. Yeah. Um, okay, so finish up the, the Union, Union thing. Yeah, it, it says she's going to be in it. Like I said, I think Lockheed's from her mystical dimension she comes from. That's and weird. The first of finally get him and it's with the wrong character. I mean, it's only wrong in the sense of comic book accuracy well i mean maybe just as a point maybe in the beginning he came from her dimension and then he bonded with kate afterwards no you're thinking logically yeah. i think this is the movie version of just like we've never seen lockheed with with uh uh katie pride we've already seen katie pride especially especially in uh x-men days of future past already in the future without lockheed so there's no need to to have her with lockheed so they're just gonna be like Adding Lockheed to like, okay, who's another magic-based character? Okay, just throw her, 
throw Lockheed in there with uh, Magic, with uh, Eliana. Which I'm fine with. I was like, fine, fuck it. At least it's a magical character. And a good and a good actress, at least, too. Anya Taylor-Joy, I think it's going to be great. And funny, I'm going to bring up Magic coming up soon in our next section. Really? Okay, here, here we go. Um, Kitty, orig- originally in the comics, Kitty tells the story... Tells a story to young Eliana Rasputin, who's still alive at the time, um, about uh, she recasts all the X Men as uh, fairy tale characters and talks about a big giant dragon who she names Lockheed after the Blackbird, the the seven four the SR seventy one that flew over the all the X Men around to where they needed to go. Right. So he, she kind of recasts the ship as a dragon and called it Lockheed. Then she does meet a magical character. It was actually an extraterrestrial character that she names Lockheed as well. But Lockheed also forms a bond with Ileana when she gets gets subjected to limbo, and uh, it starts manifesting her powers and everything. Like so, there Ooh. is a connection. Cool. So they are repurposing that bond a little bit. It looks like he does have a connection to Ileana. Right, but they're re they're re uh, what's uh, what's the word like doing their own vision. They do no well, vision. Well, here Lockheed occasionally accompanies Ileana. After she joins the X Men's junior team, the New Mutants, including an adventure where the two encounter pollution control clones of the X Men, so there is there is precedence for her to be with. Uh, That's funny because I've read New Mutants, especially with Eliana, and I've never I've never seen Lockheed. Must have been way back in the day. Uh, it has to be, or after because I at some point I stopped. Too. Oh yeah, it could be in that middle period. Man, so that's Josh Boone, New Mutants. Yeah, and I heard that they cut the post credit, like there was supposed to be one, and then they had to cut it because. Obviously, now it's not gonna make any fucking sense. Yeah. So when you think of it, it's like, so then why release this movie? I, I really don't. So know much money was put into it. Yeah. But so what? Money back. Bigger movies have been put on losses. Maybe they, maybe they don't feel that this will be a loss. Maybe they just feel this will actually make money. It's all about. I hope so. I yeah. have not hopes for it, but I have an interest in really seeing this cast. It, it, it could be just if you, when you watch it, it could be just far enough disconnected. That it could turn and spin into an it's MCU, MCU kind of deal, you know, where they're like, we're gonna bring these characters back and do our thing. If, yeah, if it has enough hype and money behind it, I mean, look at the Suicide Squad movie. That it movie has be, so much hype behind it, and people want to go see it. It spawned a sequel. Well, just like Deadpool. Deadpool's now being adopted by MCU because of all the money it makes. Yeah. So if this movie makes money, it might just get adopted too. Hopefully. I, again, I do like those cast of characters yeah. and actors. But now those actors are a lot older. Fuck yeah. So you have to age the next movie Especially up. Especially Macy Williams. She doesn't even look anything like she does in that trailer anymore. No, not even close. As uh, Macy Williams from Game of Thrones, uh, she's playing in New Mutants. Uh, Brain. Wolfbane. Wolfbane. Yeah, Rain. Rain. Uh, not Rain. Okay, so we got uh, the, the final Black Widow trailer, which uh, the last one before the movie supposedly comes out. We're still unsure if this is actually going to happen or not because uh, everything's getting pushed. We think maybe this might get pushed too. But the final trailer, you get a lot more of Taskmaster. You get a lot more. It's just Taskmaster galore. Yeah. It's just show, showing him off different yeah. power sets. So sets, really. we got a little. Basically, we got the kind of. that he's using. All the Avengers powers against them because he's got the shield, he's got Black Widow pose, he's got the arrows like um, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. So he's basically using their the Black Panther claw. Yeah, he's landing like Spider Man, kicking like Falcon. Yeah, there was a move that he does that um, he does like a, a kick and in mid backflip, 
There Falcon. was there was really Falcon. Falcon. You he really? flies in from the top. He kicks you and he jumps backwards and his wings fold it's, in. It's who that reminded me of, uh, especially that this whole trailer gives me vibes of like Winter Soldier. Uh, the beginning sequence of when Cap and Natasha uh, infiltrate like uh, some carrier, mm-hmm. some boat, uh, and then Winter Soldier, yeah, and Winter Soldier, and they're attacked by uh, Batrock, 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 Batrock. The he, leaper. He does, yeah, the leaper. He does this, like, leaping double kick move. Yeah. And I thought it was vaguely reminiscent it of the be. same fighter style. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, who would you rather do? Some random obscure villain or Falcon? If it was MCU, I think they'd do the random obscure villain just to kind of tie, tie together. together. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I uh, And I believe it was in... He did it in one of the team-up movies. I just gotta, uh, I'll find the scene and I'll send it. Okay. No, but I, 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 if I went to bet, I'd be betting you are more correct, George. I just thought I'm like it's it just seemed like a vaguely vaguely familiar um, fighting style to yeah. Batrock. Um, but yeah, we see a lot of Yelena, a lot of Yelena, of um, Flores Pugh's character in this. Mm-hmm. She's speaking a lot. She's joking. She's literally almost in every other scene with uh, Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow character. Which leads more credibility to the idea of you her know, taking over. She's taking over the mantle, or she dies. And because uh, uh, yeah. I'm seeing those yeah. two camps, I'm seeing those two camps of maybe the Yelena character becomes the next Black Widow, which just timeline wise doesn't make any sense. Why? Because um, Endgame War. jumps five years later after Infinity War, and Infinity War is already two or three years after Civil War. This is between Civil War or. Or sometime after, or sometime before, we don't really get a clear path of Yelena would become, let's say, Black Widow after Endgame. Like, I think culminating. That's like ten years later. What if it's why? Well, she because she dies in Endgame. So, but if the end credits, what if the after credit tease singer is them calling Yelena in, saying, you know, we need your help? Oh, they know she exists because she told them. My sister, she came back. Yeah, I, I like because the whole thing of her, of Natasha's she, arc in Endgame is the Avengers were her only family. And then in this trailer, she's calling these people the fa- her family. Or, I think they're all going to die. Or because she says the Avengers are her only family. Or she, find, or she finds out about her sister dying, and then she starts operating as Black Widow. And then they, they send out Clint to figure out what the fuck's going on with this person being Black Widow, and it's her. Oh, like the arc in the in the comics. Yeah. But it was the clone or whatever. And she's being extra murdering. Well, that, I mean, I, that's how I would see it done. I would see it like, you would have it like the stinger being them finding out about, um, you know, we have, it could be like a situation where they've captured her. Where it's like, here's the thing. You know, we've, we have a Black Widow, whatever, da 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 She's been um You've captured her, and then you have Clint walking in being like, yeah, I, I know she's dead. It can't be her. And then you see it's her, but then they pull off a mask or whatever, and it's Elena. Yeah. And that's how that, that stinger ends. I can see that kind of working in as the stinger at the end of the movie. Or for Kevin's point where, like, she's been absent this whole time period, maybe she's just been trying to clean up the mess that they talk about for their training. And we don't know. Maybe if- she dusted and she blew back. Maybe. maybe. I would think that, too. <clears throat> there are tens of possibilities that you could go with. That would actually explain that way. You could explain away uh, Florence Pugh's age. There's that, mm-hmm. and there's also the idea that. So I would think that more. The stinger would be 
her coming back for the first time. And hearing she's And hearing dead. she's dead. Exactly. Wow. Whoa. Goosebumps. And then uh, what are we thinking about that theory that um, Rachel Weiss's character is actually the Taskmaster? Oh, that would be interesting. I didn't hear that theory. Yeah. I like that. That's actually everywhere. I'm actually hearing that I know, more. You know, you know, here's the thing. I'm not reading on those anymore. Like, they pop up, but I'm just I don't care. I'm going to see the movie. Why do I need to worry about it up front? The worst part is, like, it's just on my feed. It's just, like, in my ear when I'm listening to podcasts. So there are people, like, constantly theorizing. And then they're saying, what are the most popular ones? Florence Spear will become the next Black Widow. Uh, Rachel Weisz's character will be secretly uh, Taskmaster or whatever. And then uh, the, after this yeah, final trailer, close. people were, were pointing out, like I just said earlier, Yelena, uh, Florence Pugh, and Scarlett Johansson's characters are together in almost every other scene. You don't see Rachel Weisz's character in the action scenes as much. Mm-hmm. She's only in like two scenes in the trailer. But that could be how the trailer's cut. I'm with you. Or it could be just because maybe she is Taskmaster. I don't want that to be true. Nah. But at the same time, it would just be cool to get a you know famous actress, you know, female as a female villain. In the same vein, yes, I'll give you know Thor Ragnarok props. It did give us uh, Kate Blanchett as as um, Hela. Here's the thing. You know what? As much as I'm excited for this movie, I just really want to see David Harbour as Red Guardian. I'm Me just, too. I'm so, so, so great. When, in that scene where he like gets attacked or he fights uh, Taskmaster, mm-hmm. it looks like that's going to be such a great fucking scene. Yeah. I'm just I'm just excited for him. I want to... I'm excited for the whole movie because I'm glad Scarlet's finally getting her Black what? Widow movie. I think this is long overdue. I yeah. think she should have had one a long time ago. I'm very happy to see a movie like this, and I'm, but you know what? I'm just I'm digging David Harbour's character in this movie. On top of that, it's not a quick death. Either. On top of that, I'm just glad that the next MCU movie, especially after Endgame, the combination of 21 fucking movies or whatever, that the next one is this Black Widow movie that is smaller and it's a spy thriller. Well, remember Spider Man? Well, fine. Well, Spider Man was still part of that whole thing. I mean, not the end of it. It was the epilogue. The new phase, right? The start of the new phase, the start of phase four, yeah. as as they uh, dubbed it. Black Widow is small; it's super small. Yeah. It's literally just her against it's a guy with small. like some other people, like Ant Man, like when they did Ant Man, right? Yeah. But uh, this has more dramatic stakes. <laughs> we'll see. We gotta walk somewhere to find out, right? Yeah. Okay, so <clears throat> let's move on to actual comics. Let's get into some comics here. Um, I like this new flow we got going on here. Yeah. Uh, I'll start out. I did. Uh, I read Strange Adventures, the new um, Tom. No, yeah, Tom King and um, Mister Mr. Mr. Arth with Doc Shane. Yeah, because it's two artists. Yeah, uh, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. It was a very great ver- uh, representation of um, Adam Strange and him being pulled back and forth between Rand and Earth. Um, I was a little confused when I was reading the book because I don't know a whole lot about the character. But I was a little confused about does his wife from Rand actually come with him to Earth? Because she's the one with on the phone that's always like organizing his appearances and stuff like that. I think I'd say yes because it looks like her. But yeah. at the same time, it's a little confusing because of the two different art styles. Yeah. The Mitch Roth versus the Doc Shane ones is like, I get what they're going for. I know it's, you know, Adam Strange and that. Uh, and I thought early on, Justin, that, like what you said, I thought is, okay, it's the same woman. But then it begs the, the question of, where's the daughter? Mm-hmm. But I did like, what I did like about this book, too, was I also liked how, in all of his, his appearances, 
you you get the people who are happy to meet him, but then you get the one guy who's like, you you you're destruction, or you're just taking out those people. Yeah, like, you're nice. Yeah, you have no idea what you're talking yeah. about, but you're basically throwing it in his face because it's on another fucking planet. And those Easter eggs are like all the kind of go back because uh, Jess is looking at it. You see Strange Adventures. You see um, the. Mr. Miracle and mm-hmm. then the Sheriff of Babylon comics. Yeah. All the other uh, team ups of Tom King and Mr. Oates. Oh, it's great. It's Gerald's. God damn it. I keep saying that weird. So you got him fighting and you got him kind of coming back and forth to Earth. Yeah, because it's essentially his story about Ren. How yeah. he got teleported there by his data beam, met the queen, stayed there, had a kid, and, you know, uh, fended off um, these Pilotics. Pilotics? Yeah. Politics, uh, this other alien race on Rand that were fight this fighting faction against the royal family, who mm-hmm. is his beloved and uh, Alana. Yeah, I think her name was Alana. Alana, and then the daughter Alina. The names are way too close. That's just yeah, so strange. Wow. That's kind of how because remember this book is back in the old days when the, when they first yeah. created Out of Strange, I, and I like how they kind of embraced that. It's like this like 1950s sci-fi down to the suit. Mm-hmm. And like down to like um, even the art style um, when it's Doc Shane and it's the retelling of the Rand story, it looks very comic booky. It seems like very Silver Age mm-hmm. and, and these kind of like um, so- solid color palettes and like straight lines and and the way like when it'll shoot it'll say pew and kabam and it's like pew, it's, pew. Yeah. yeah it's like super old school. But then when it comes to present day and he's on this like book tour and he's on TV and like people are shaming him but then people are calling him a war hero but then others are calling him a war criminal and it's the Mitch Gerald's. It's very like grounded and shaky and like very um, gritty. Super gritty. Some In some scenes he's like in the hotel room and he's like drinking and it's like damn and like all you see well, some like side. he's having sex and some. It's a different side of Madame Strange because right. Madame Strange always has been just that superhero that, on that other right. planet. I do love the incorporation of Batman in this book. Oh, so good. Um, But what I think is interesting is if you go and you look at this scene where he's handing over his blaster, if you look at that blaster, you recognize it? No. That's Django Fett's blaster. (laughs) They they modeled it after Django Fett's blaster. That's funny. Because I guarantee it's an exact replica of it right there. That's funny. Um, But at the end of the book, he needs somebody to investigate him, and I love that they finally get Well, he needs somebody to investigate because people are, are trying to follow up the claims of him being a war criminal. Yeah. And then they eventually they get Mr. Terrific to come in and help him, which I think is cool because I like Mr. Terrific. So yeah, and that's where the book ends with a quote by Carmine Inventino, which I love. Yeah, so, I, I thought it was awesome. Great book, uh, very good, very sci-fi, but very superhero. I just wish something more happened. I just like I wish there was more consequences to yeah, but if you read, to these accusations, but if you read, it just felt like nothing. I'm like, okay, some people are saying that. Who cares? But if you read Mr. Miracle. Uh, Which like, I haven't. Yeah, you got to read Mister Miracle because very Mister Miracle is very much like this book is very subtle. And the clash of two different realities. Very slowly, yeah. Supposedly, that's what Tom King is. That's what he's going for. That's I why mean, he wanted to do art style. Mister Miracle gave us Dark Side eating off of a crudite ladder. <laughs> so, come on, <laughs> I'll never forget that scene you showed me. It's hilarious. It's fucking great. I love the book too, Strange Adventures number one, uh, but I want more. Yeah, which I'm sure you're Rec- gonna get. Yeah, Rec- yeah. recommend recommended reading. I really. Enjoy. Uh, so who wants to go? I want to explain. You have yeah. Strange Academy. Yeah, please explain Strange Academy. Yeah, so from one strange to another. Yeah, that's why I wanted to follow it up. It's just another book with Strange that came out the same week, both issue one. So first of all, it's uh, Scotty Young writing from Bertrand Ramos, 
Uh, Young of like that artist fame of that baby Avengers, yeah, baby Avengers art style and baby Marvel characters in general. Which he does have a, a alt cover for this, and it looks great. Uh, and then you have Edgar Delgado for color and Clayton Cowles for letter. So a lot of people on this. Now, Strange Academy, what this is, is 110% exactly what it sounds like. It's apparently magic was gone and magic has come back. I'm not sure what happened in the Marvel Magic world. like the magic powers? Like, like powers, like magic. Oh. And because of that, you have a whole new generation of magic users who don't really know what the hell they're doing. So Doctor Strange and his almighty genius decides to get an academy together to bring these people together. Oh my God, it's X-Men. Yep. <laughs> to bring these people together, give to them the me, best teachers. To be my S-Men. Oh God! <laughs> and just you know, yeah, yeah, it's probably better than saying to me my M M my M M. Let's stop, guys. Come on, you're killing me here. Main character is a new character, at least from what I know. Born a human, has little powers here and there, and she saves her dog one day with her powers that her parents told her never to use. So then she decides to start experimenting, and she makes a tree come alive, which summons one of her teachers to come and get her. Very kind of like Harry Potter esque. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I was just like, okay, cool. But the cool thing is, you know, you get to this academy that's in uh, New Orleans. It's a big hub for magic. And I was going to say, that's funny. And it's a lot of strange people there. So they're well, just like, yeah, we fit in. And, you know, you get to see all these new students, which I showed you at the picture earlier. But you do have a frost giant that shows up after, uh, with Loki, mind you. Because he's like, he's king of the frost giants right now. Oh, is that that little one? That he uh, from um, his own book? No, 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 she's big. Oh, okay, so the same one. That's no, not the same one. Because they, they had introduced uh, when, when Loki took over as uh, king of uh, Jotunheim. Yeah. He had all the frost giants wouldn't listen to him, but there was one little one yeah. that he was that they were constantly being bullied, and Loki kind of latched onto that one and had him kind of help get the other frost giants in line. Because that's essentially Loki. I mean, he was he's a little frost giant. Yeah. But he's also an Asgardian. But guess what else we have here with the Frost Giants? We have two sibling Asgardians. Oh, nice. Yeah. And, they, and of no, course, no tension in. there. Yeah, of course. And to fit in, they have men buns. Yes, it's hilarious. To fit in, they have what? Men buns. Because they're like, yes, on Earth, we hear this is very popular. And they, one has a man bun, the other one has it like down. That's hysterical. And they're, I guess they're like twins because they look exactly like. So I'm like, assuming all of these are magic wielders. They're magic wielders. So the Frost Giant has magic? And the yeah, two Asgardians? Yeah, Frost Giants generally have magic, don't they? There's magic on Yon, huh? I mean, there's magic throughout all the realms. Uh-huh. Midgard's the only one. Midgard has magic. Has, magic. The least, has the least. Has the least amount. Uh, yeah, so you have all these crazy people, but then one of my favorite ones is, guess who has a kid? Dormammu. Oh, nice. They give us a pumpkin-head-looking child Dormammu. Teenage, teenager. Oh, I'm gonna read this book now. Yes, it gets it gets interesting. For sure, that kid is into metal. Yes, uh-huh. essentially, he, he the he, worst part is he can't even put on headphones. No, no, fireproof no. headphones. But yeah, so essentially, as these characters all coming together, we're of course having strife. Mm-hmm. The, the Asgardians see the Frost Giant, they attack. The Asgardians see a child, uh, a teenage Dormammu, they attack. It's really the Asgardians. <laughs> yeah, they're just assholes. Yeah, the human chick with powers comes in. She meets a half human, half pixie. And they become best friends. They're like, I've never had a friend before. The Pixie, I love the way they do her letters. It's all like really fast, like kind of flat, like from the Flash from DC. That's funny. And it's just like, oh, she's 
a pixie. She talks fast. Mm-hmm. They give him a lot of great personality. But fast in the sense of what? The spacing in the letters? The spacing in the letters, and it's a, a thinner font for it. Nice. And then as Guardians, you know, they have the curvier, cursive almost. Oh, like the way Thor speaks. The way Thor That's speaks. That's funny. Yeah, they, the, the letters did a fantastic job. Uh, the dean of the school is, oh, what is, uh, you maybe Isn't it Brother Voodoo? Yes. There you go. Yeah, Brother Voodoo. Brother Voodoo. Yeah. I, 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 I saw that because Scotty Young, obviously, you know, Tweeted. promoting it, right. And I saw that, I'm like, cool, Brother Voodoo, who fucking died in Savage Avengers and was brought back. Oh, wow. And was the source of Superior one time. I didn't know that. Yeah. You have a bunch of other kids here. Uh, you even have one that, you know, they introduce her and she's red skins with horns and hair over her face, but then they do a back portion of the panel mm-hmm. and she has hooves and a Satan tail as well. Okay. So we have demons, we have a kid with weird powers. There are a lot of students, it's a really big cast. Uh, but it looks like it's gonna be a fun kind of what uh New Humans was at one point. You have this group of kids. Yeah, once you did the um, the Wolverine school, the the Jean Grey school right. for the gifted or whatever, and, and Wolverine was the the mat headmaster, headmaster and mm-hmm. whatnot. Then then the new mutants was that was like the new class or whatever. So you exactly. got like rock slide and and uh, armor and something like that. That's that's who really I left onto her, the, those early issues. Yeah, that and um, uh, damn, what's his name? Oh my God, uh, Boop Bloop. Boop. From New Mutants. Or from X-Force. Yes. Dupe. 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 What kind of power did he have? He could blow up every, he could blow up the universe. Yeah. Savage. Mm-hmm. He That's... was a little blob. He's created by Buck Allred. He's a little blob. Like, like, yeah. little and no, blob. And no one understood dude. him. Nobody understood him. But his mutant power was he could, like, destroy the universe. So nobody fucked with him. <laughs> Basically, they put him in a room and everybody's like, whoa. You know what the joke of that is? In, in, in RPGs and stuff, a slime monster is your basic level one monster that, that is weak and everyone makes fun of. I think they kind of modeled it after that and then made them godly. Well, think about Beerus. Yeah, oh, yeah, Beerus. How everybody reacts around Beerus whenever he stands in a room. Mm-hmm. Imagine that, but nobody could understand. That's hilarious. Those who don't know, that is a Dragon Ball Super reference. Yeah. Uh, but here's the cool part. The teachers. Who are our teachers for this? Yeah, I was going to ask. I was like, oh. Yes. Liana. So we have uh, someone named Zelma, keeper of the arcane and magic items. We have the ancient one, the mindful one, Hellstorm, Nico Minoru, Hellstrom, Hellstrom, Hellstrom. Yeah, uh, Damian Hellstrom. Uh, Nico yeah, he's Min- the son of Mephisto. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. We have Scarlet Witch. He showed up in Avengers. Holy he shit! Was- let me see Scarlet Witch. She's in a red. A little more modernized. Oh, wow, nice. I mean, yeah, that's kind of funny. Hellstrom showed up in Avengers. He was the one when they had to exercise the um, yeah. the the charger for yeah, Ghost Rider. He was the one that showed I, up and then... Bay told no. no, not in the movie, in the comic. I'm saying... In, oh! You're when right. They, when they had to exercise the, the, the Hell Charger, mm-hmm. and then Captain America was going to go, and he's like, look, look, Cap, you just say this is out of your league. <laughs> um, after Scarlet Witch, we also have Magic. That's awesome. And Shaman. All right. So we got a good amount of teachers and everything, but then, of course, and I love the way Scott Young has written it. This is a strange academy. It's very hot in Harry Potter. Oh, 100% very Harry Potter. But Gee, I wonder what else. Well, meets teachers. X-Men. It's like Harry Potter meets X-Men. Yes, that's exactly what it is. But the whole book, I'm like, oh, Strange Academy, where's Doctor Strange? And as I'm like getting to the point where I'm like, yo, where the hell is he? At this current moment, he just pops him out. But not, of course, like a normal person. 
he has to be fighting some weird creature. And he's like, hey, yeah, I'm Doctor Strange, guys, but can you kids help me fight this? <laughs> and, of course, all the students jump in and everything. And, and the human is uh, the most hilarious. When he's like, am I doing this right? And she's just blasting away. And the pig's like, yeah, yeah, I'm doing great. As long as you're not dead. That's right. But so yeah. what is he to the school? Um, if, the, if Brother Voodoo is... The dean. He's the dean, dean, but I guess headmaster would be strange. It's his school. No, it'll be the other way around. Headmaster would be Doctor uh, Brother Voodoo. And Doctor Strange would be Dean, because Dean doesn't really do much. No, I thought Dean was like a principal. Right, it would be... I thought it would be in the, the structure of stuff. Oversees the students. Right. Headmaster would be the one that controls... Like, um, Dumbledore is the headmaster of... Right. Life, but he doesn't teach anything. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's why I was thinking Strange is headmaster... And Brother Voodoo would be like the dean. He still has to deal with one-on-one things. He might have a class, et cetera, et cetera. Brother Voodoo would be more like a McGonagall type character, second in command. Yeah. Although I know I'm using the wrong references because you don't really care. Right. I was like, okay. <laughs> hey, where's Val Wiener? Yeah. Um, Val could translate for you later. <laughs> but, yeah. And then at the end of it, they give you a strange academy application thing. It's really cool. You That's funny. pictures. They give you artwork for the next one, which is like them sitting in class and a monster coming out of a book. Again, very Harry Potter-esque. If you like... Harry Potter meets the Marvel Universe. This yeah. is kind of the book for you. And you know, we have the director's cut, and it's just a lot of extra artwork, which looks fantastic. Of I, course, some artwork by Scotty I can't Young. believe Like, I have to admit, like, this is not for me, but this sounds so cool. I, I like, know. It sounds great. Like, I, I'm glad that this book exists, and I, I hope it gets new readers and new people involved. Ooh, and stuff like that. Yeah. It's a really big cast, though. Yeah. I was surprised that because I was like, okay, we got some Asgardians, a Frost Giant, this and that, and then you go two more pages down, and there's like, there's a dude who loves, who comes from a dimension, who loves the swamp. There's the, a kid who comes out of his skin or jacket. I couldn't even tell what was going on with him. Uh, I mean, it's it's just a lot of characters. Yeah, because it's doing it's doing what X Men did in five books. It's doing it in one because yeah. X Men had to split. You had to do. X-Men, you have to do New Mutants, you have to do all this other... Wolverine and the X-Men, you have to do all this splintering off of other books just to get the entire cast that was going on in the school. Then Strange, Strange Academy seems like it's getting everyone in one book. Yeah. But, you know, in Marvel, if this thing pops... Look at... They'll, they'll branch out. You're going to see, you know, Strange Force. <laughs> I, you know, I think this is a, a good jumping on book for a lot of new readers. Especially right. that, that Harry Potter train is huge. Right. I'm going to for sure suggest this to my wife. Yeah. She'd probably enjoy it. Yeah. But you might want to give her a couple more issues because this one, it goes by so quickly. It almost feels like I barely read anything. Yeah. Knowing her, she just reread it. Yeah. She still rewatches all nine or eight of the fucking Harry Potter movies. Something wrong with that. So wrong. <laughs> yeah. But she does it like the same week, like consecutive. I'm not just, just as like <laughs> that's a weekend for me. Oh, it's like well, like, I'll, I'll take a, I'll take a weekend like usually around Thanksgiving or something. I'll take a weekend and watch all yeah, yeah. extended cuts of Harry Potter, um, Lord of the Rings back to back. You know, that's just, one right after the other. That's just three, and that's just like one yeah, journey. Like, oh, those four three. hours long. They're four hours long. No, I know. Oh, one, and of course, Justin, to your point about the whole chaos and everything, the rooms were done in a way to you know bring people together of different natures. So the Asgardian brothers, of course, not together. But uh, one gets set up with the kid at Dormammu. Um, of course, the pigs and the human together. You also have one of my favorite pairings is that weird demon-looking chick and this other one, which I forgot her name because they showed her for, like, two panels. And she, the demon chick's ability is that she can see into, like, your 
pain, your past, your suffering, your, whatever, it's your darkness. And she holds all that within her. She sees it for everyone at all times. So she's like, I know your secret. It's okay. And the girl's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, oh, well, at least we're setting up plot points for the future. So I wonder if she's uh, the Velasco's kid. I gotta see. I'm trying to see. Cause I'm sure once you see her, you'll know who she is. But uh, it's like interesting. This one. like Dagger's powers. Who Dagger is? does that. Mm. She gets your... So that's the demon girl. Who's horn the whole nine yards, and this is nice. uh, her roommate. Mm. I gotta see what their names are. They pop up like for literally. There's so many people. So, recommended read. If, sounds, if you're into the Hogwarts be, magic stuff I like, like that, yeah, definitely. All right. Um, I like Potter. Kevin, you wanna enlighten us about Batman number ninety? Uh, so I've been kind of on again, off again on Batman specifically. Yeah, specifically on the this Tinian run. Uh, as of Batman ninety, I'm fucking I'm, I'm down. down, man. No, I'm down. Oh, you're good again. Okay, it's this was so good. This is the one with the designer. Fuck yeah. Okay. And, and, and I thought Joker it was becomes Joker. I thought it was gonna be dumb and and, and mm-hmm. gimmicky, and I was like, okay, what the fuck is this? Because it's a flashback uh, uh, issue where it's Catwoman telling Batman, "Hey, I have to explain to you." Why this happened? How it happened? How long ago? What was the setup? Or whatever, and um, and then oh, it's uh, like I said, James Tenney in the fourth, and uh, the artist is George Jimenez with the colorist is Alejandro Sanchez, who's always that pairing. Those two is always incredible. They just got off the Snyder Justice League run. They did uh the DC like Earth Two. Uh, they also did uh the art for Super Sons. So they're known for for that art style that's like almost surreal uh, and over the top, but super uh, vibrant, like beautiful, beautifully vibrant. So their Batman art is so poppy, like it pops and you can literally feel and see textures on like the suit and Catwoman. And when you see the, all the other villains, which I'll get to now in the story, it, it looks beautiful, man. Like um, just in play up now, like you see these really strange panels of of an image of like a scene and then the panels portraying the scene in a different angle i've never seen that in books that's like really cool and then it'll pan out and that's like a giant splash page but of like a different scene yeah i'm digging this artwork really dude cool. it is awesome i love how they went back to the ballot yeah like the jim ballot catwoman uh-huh, the purple yeah. the yeah. purple Catwoman, because that's how long ago the, well, the yeah. villains met and it's Catwoman, Penguin, Riddler, and Joker. And all their outfits are the older ones. Yeah, it's all the older ones. They meet the designer on this like remote like house, like on a Tartarus house. On a on a on a dock. Uh no, past the dock. So it's like it's just floating on the on the waterfront. So wow. there he tells them of his origin, of how he was someone else's antagonist. And he goes, uh, no. I he goes, my hero always thwarted all my plans. No matter what, I never, I, I never succeeded until one day I locked myself in a room and I just thought of the plan and I thought of it and thought of it for a year. He said that every step he would always think of his hero thwarting uh, some step. So he left that room coming up with the biggest perfect plan and thought of every way his hero would thwart him. Yeah. And then until he finally won. And he goes, I wanted to be more than this. I wanted to show the criminals of the world they could be more than just a mere thief of a bank or a mere bank robber. 
So he invited, uh, again, Catwoman, Penguin, Riddler, and Joker. He goes, tell me all, tell me your plan, and we'll expand on that so you could literally run and conquer Gotham. And so then uh, it took, like, I think they, they noted that it took, like, two days or over a day or whatever. So he literally heard Penguin's plan, like, in a room for hours or whatever, uh, help him come up with whatever his thing was and, like, expanded on it. How would he go about it? How would he conquer um, all the gun running in Gotham? All of it. Uh, Riller is like, how would he come up with his master puzzle that no one in the world would ever crack or whatever? Uh, and Catwoman's was uh, the biggest heist. And she's like, okay, a diamond. He goes, think bigger. What would you want? She goes, all the money. He goes, okay, start there. And then it expanded or whatever. And they said that the longest one was Joker. <laughs> where they were there the almost a day. That's uh, that's why I'm remembering that uh, it was two days where the three took hours in one day and the Jokers took like almost the entire rest of the night where they even slept. And you see them like eating food, like leftovers from something. Um, so by the time they, they're like, oh, like what the hell is taking so long? The designer comes out and he said he has his men uh, kill them all, kill them. And they're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, and they're all like yelling, like, and Penguin is like, what the fuck did Joker tell him? <laughs> and the Joker comes all like all distraught, but like looking super menacing. And by menacing, I mean like that's the Joker look that we all know uh, uh, in comics and stuff. So the designer tries to to uh, get his men to kill him, and Joker's like, oops, I must have forgotten to turn in my weapons because he had them turn in the weapons in the beginning of the meeting and he had like a gun under a sleeve and he ups and just kills the designer. <laughs> and they're like, what did you do? Nice. Nice. Um, and he's like, I just saved us. So then he goes out of the, of uh, the floating house order that he's already set on fire. So then Riddler, Penguin and, and Catwoman are like, what are we supposed to do? And they're like, and Penguin's like, forget this ever happened. We never met. We've never met the designer. He's a myth. Let him continue being a myth. And then the Joker, there's a frame. The Joker is just staring at Gotham. And then you see the fire uh, lighting up uh, behind him of the house. And Kyle was like, from then on, that day, that Joker became the Joker we all know. Where before it was all just games for him, but then he hit you harder. He became your arch nemesis after that. And he's like, to this day, we have no idea what the designer helped him plan. <laughs> so it just, it sets up this like crazy plan that we've never known. Well, because War of Jokers is coming too. Right, because War of Jokers is coming. And then Ooh. they've all hinted at, uh, uh, not hinted, uh, they've all rumored uh, Penguin, Riddler, and Catwoman that everything he's been doing has been leading up to the plan he's uh, he did with designer. What, just now? Right, that, which is weird. It's all convenient or whatever. Yeah. So now the thing is, the designers are actually alive and seeking revenge and using their plans against them. So this oh. whole thing of Deathstroke or the other contract killers was uh, Penguin's takeover of Gotham to control the gun running. Um, Riddler's thing will soon be revealed because there's some crazy maze that might might come up. And Batman's like, what's your plan? And Cameron was like, you have to understand, I was poor, I didn't know you, I didn't know you were you. And he goes... Oh, she goes, yes. And he, she's like, I was about to. He goes, no need, I know. And he tells Lucius, he goes, uh, 
block everything on uh, on Wayne Enterprise were about to be uh, robbed. And then her plan is revealed that she was going to rob the, the most uh, richest family in Gotham, and it was Wayne Enterprise. Of course. That she was going to steal all the riches of Gotham. So he was about to be robbed blind. That's funny. And uh, Batman goes, in present day, he goes off, tells Lucius Fox, you know, lock down everything, we're going to get robbed. Well, Dude, God. that alone hooked me and Sinker back into this fucking you story because I was so hard. We were out at the same time. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, I guess out. it was one of those. It's like you just see the gears just turning. And I'm like, okay, where's it going? It's funny how it took a, a flashback issue to be like, oh fuck, especially around the Joker. Especially with the Joker, the thing, the Joker stuff really, really got under my skin. It it, it really gave this really weird, intense look. Um, it took someone to expand his insanity to realize what he could actually do. Yeah. And I love how, like, the designer's like, fuck these guys, fucking kill them all, especially this motherfucker. <laughs> and it backfired because the Joker is just chaos incarnate. Now I'm going to read it, too. Yeah, I'm excited really? as well. And then, but I love how it doesn't close the case on the mystery of the designer because it's, it gives you a glimpse of who he possibly might be. But then it kills him. So it's like, okay, so who's this that's back that knows their plans? So Catwoman is like, maybe the designer's back alive, or maybe it's Riddler. And maybe we've told each other their plans. Because, but but Catwoman is like, that's impossible because I never told them. I never told them my plan. It was just me and the, and the designer. Mm. So it's you're either in two camps of maybe it's Riddler or Penguin or whatever, but they're all getting hunted too. Like, Really, just almost died in the issue before. When, when Joker shot him, did he? Where did he shoot him? In the head, 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 unless, head, and they got rid of the body, and they burned on the house. Dick, six arrived, so it's true. Unless Rick, this sorry. is going to tie into the three Jokers. Uh, Why? Well, the like that. That. Joker so. would know their plans. The fact that maybe the designer is one of the Jokers. Yeah, but the, but then they won't know the plans of Riddler, Penguin, and Catwoman. Right? How would he be exacting? Um, because their the plans? designer that. The Joker that went into the room was the same Joker that came out of the room. Exactly, the Joker that is the designer is the menacing one, the evil one. Goes in the room with the regular Joker. Remember, he said he becomes the menacing one we know today. And then they switch places, and then the whole thing was, oh, oh God, he's he supposed killed, to come out. And he killed the original Joker. He killed the original Joker and became deep and dark. I love it. Yeah. Holy shit! I like it. So do I. Have you heard anything about that uh, theory? That's why he no. took the longest because he was changing his form and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And getting into the mindset My of the Joker. Broke. But I like how there's, there's panels of showing like Joker's planet and it's all doodles of just like dead people, fucking buildings on fire, bombs. Well, that's it. Like really poorly drawn, I'm assuming. But all of it is scratched off like they, like as if they restarted again. And I was like, yo, that must be infuriating. <laughs> I can't imagine. Like, uh, And I love Catwoman even tells Penguin. He goes, can you imagine what that conversation is like right now? <laughs> Just having a conversation with Joker seems to be a pain in the ass. Well, remember, this is the Joker that was the trickster. That was yeah. the one that would come in and be like, uh, you know, like, hey, you know, right. not the one that's like, is like, you know, going to put a big smile on face with the gun underneath the table, you know? <laughs> that's why it's like, I was I was almost off this book, but I'm, I'm glad I read Batman 90 and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm here for this. I like it. Yeah. I like your point better, though. The fact that he's the yeah. He, well, he if that Joker. happens, good good call. Wow. It almost it was enough that I kind of want to go get this book 
physically. Oh, oh. Like, well, that, oh. Art, that art of the old uh, villain, classic villain uh, costumes was beautiful. Man. Is this the first appearance of designer? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah when you oh, actually see him, yes. And to be, and to, in the so, future, if you're not buying the books, you should buy, I think, the next couple because Punchline is going to appear. Uh-huh. And she's being Huge. talked about heavily. Yeah, yeah. The, the new girlfriend to Joker. Yeah, new, new girlfriend, Joker's girlfriend. So both of she's going to have a run-in with Harley, too, so that's yeah. really interesting. But she's being talked about like very, very heavily right now. Mm-hmm. And we're uh-huh. already predicting her book is going to skyrocket. So if you're not buying physical... Oh, and, and to give you a description of the designer, he has this kind of like hush mask. I was going to say, bandages, like yeah. but, but no facial features. And there's yeah. just like an old English font of the letter D on like, his face. Like, Looking like Daredevil's D. Uh, or, or, no, or, or Demon Man. English. Demon Man's D. Demon Man, yes. Yeah, Demon Man. And then his outfit looks like Craven the Hunter with this big fuzzy coat yeah, yeah, yeah. with a bunch of jewelry. His boots look like old swashbuckling boots. And then he has a big, like, Excalibur-style sword. He's a mix of a he lot of He looks like military. Yeah. Because the pants look military. Yeah, the, the pants. But he's a mix. Every, every and garment is different. An Excalibur-style sword that's in, like, it's, you know. It's an interesting framework. design. It's an it's a really interesting design, I think. True. I'd buy this book. Uh, I, I uh, Again, like, I, the more I looked at the art and now looking at it again uh, as Justin's going through it, it's like, man, I kind of want it physically because it's... Yeah, it's so good. cool. This was two weeks ago, though, right? Or last week? Last week. Could still be fun, right? Uh, oh, yeah. The price point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, because it was the first appearance of designer. Uh, first team up with Tinian with, uh, with those artists of, um, mm. my God, of those artists. Art. Beautiful. Get this book. Uh, Alejandro Jimenez and and mm. uh, I always forget uh, something Sanchez. It went out. Rick Sanchez. It might be Ricardo Sanchez. I'm actually not sure. Uh, that was a that was a pickle Rick joke. I know. <laughs> Alonso Jimenez and something Sanchez. I want to get it right. It just says Sanchez. Oh no, it's him. It's just Alejandro Jimenez Sanchez. Mm. I, just, I, I know he always works with another colorist. Unless he does his mm. own colors. Yeah, first prints are all like in the 12 to 20. Yeah, I was going yeah, to say it's probably already like 15 or 20. I've got, well, here's one for. That's a bidding, but it's $3.28 right now. Fuck. $3.28. That's not bad. Yeah, that's uh, Tinian's Batman 90. It's good. I, I suggest you guys jump on now. I like that it's a round number as well. 90. Great number. God damn you and your OCD. What? It, it's an even number. It's a div- divisible by five. I mean, it's great. Okay, so we got one last book. We got the Marauders. I'm doing on Marauders. Did we all read it or no? no I, I read I'm it. not reading Marauders. I don't know why. why? You drop- it's good. This was the you guys are having so much fun with it. I didn't really care. Okay, you read it. I read it. Okay, you, Joe, guys, you guys were talking about like you were gonna get tattoos and shit about it. I was I, like, oh, it's like, like I, a little much. I kind of want that well, Kate tattoo. Pyro, Pyro got a Punisher tattoo all of a sudden on his face. A I don't skull. know. He got a skull tattoo on his face. It's Punisher. Punisher didn't trademark skull tattoos. Yeah, yeah he did. No. Looks like it. What did Kate get again? Uh, uh, hold fast. Right. Knuckles. Is a pirate. It's too funny. Man. Uh, this is and she looks hot in the swashbuckling wear. Yeah. Well, she's dead now. She. Hey. Well. She was dead last issue. Speaking of that, Marauders gets into it. They're trying. Anyway. So Marauders get in there. Nine. We're still with the uh, yellow jacket inside Pyro's head. <laughs> I'm glad they came back for that. I was like, what are we going to do this? Yeah. I did I thought he, I forgot that he was in a little submarine. I thought yeah, he was just in there. Submarine. No, no. I, 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 I know it was a submarine. But I like he just like he's just chilling there. He's chilling in the yeah. submarine with his. Like, like he has his feet kicked back and everything. Yeah, 
So it surprised me with Gene. I was like, oh my God, please don't tell me it's a four. But thank God it's just an illusion. Yeah. So it's not real Emma. life. But yeah, Emma, let's hear on. And that's a Firebird, right? Justin? Yeah, but it's a Firebird. Yeah. Okay. It's fucking nice. Anyway, uh, and I get the, the pun. She's on a, a uh, Phoenix. Yeah. yeah, it's a spooky the panic fire. Right. Uh, then we get to, she was talking to Bishop Telepathy uh, through the mind, telling him that, hey, she heard Yellow Jacket inside of Pyro. Right. Come meet me here so we can flush him out, right? Yeah, get him out. And then... Um, yeah, they come up with the plan of like, okay, right, we're going to think that uh, that we've known, so, so he'll come out or whatever. So and they would like leave. Right, Bishop basically points a gun at, at Pyro and then he freaks out. And then causes Yellow Jacket to freak out. He's like, uh oh, they know me. And so he expands his little submarine and uh let's see where Not real, this is still the vision. That right, right, it's a vision. But the vision uh, is um super gruesome scene. It <laughs> is because pops Pyro Pyro's head. Yeah, Pyro and he explodes. Pops like a Oh, and then this vision is being helped with by the cuckoos. Right. Yeah. They need to hold like multiple like visions all at once and shit. Like and that. ones went into his mind and ones went into right. Like, everyone's working hard. Yeah, it's cool. And then uh, Yellow Jacket pops Emma Frost in the head, <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh, I didn't mean to do that. I'm sorry." Apologize. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's interesting. He's like, "Oh my god, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to pop." The, it. So in the vision, uh, uh, when he kills Emma, I freaked out. I was same, like, "Holy same. shit!" Because like, oh you don't know the vision. Yeah. yeah. He kills him. He runs away because he's like, oh, fuck, Bishop's about to kill me. Because even the popping of Pyro, I was like, okay, maybe we're still in Vision Land. But as soon as I saw yeah. the killing of Emma, I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I was like, thank God we're in still. So uh, Yellow Jacket escapes from Bishop on a fish. Yeah. He gets into the fish's <laughs> gill. He literally swims into the gill of the fish. The, the imagination of the cuckoos are great. I know, Fucking right? Great. Well, I mean, they're probably using part, part of what he's thinking to fuel it so that way it's real. So it's just an illusion. Finally. Who, who's the head of the cuckoos? Sophie? No. It's, no, it's the Esme. other one. Esme. Right. She's wearing black. Yeah. Black. yeah. And the cuckoos are wearing white. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, I thought it was the other way around. I thought the head is wearing white like Emma. And the other ones are no, wearing black. black. No, the two, the right. two of them are wearing white. So that means they're black. not the lead. Right. There's only one black, one, one in black. So that means she's the lead. Which is Esme. Which is Esme. Right. So they, they did the illusion enough to where they could get Magneto out. And Magneto... Basically pulls the submarine out of Pyro's head. That was cool. You imagine yeah, it, comes, it comes out of his mouth, right, or something? I think his ear. No, yeah, it's his mouth. No, yeah, yeah. He, he coughs him out. He coughs him out. Magneto pulls him out. Like, see? Yeah, yeah. He pulls him out. Oh, I love the white armor on Magneto. White armor, white suit. This man got all Messiah. I like his. I like the old. But it one. fits. It fits his fucking Purple. ego, man. He thinks he is the Messiah. Yeah. Might as well be. He's like, I'm a god. Um, I totally forgot what happened at the end, though. Sorry. The end, I mean, essentially, uh, after they get him out, is them going to... Oh, it comes to the whole thing of of Kate. They're like, every every egg of Kate... Doesn't work. uh Right, right. uh, Doesn't work. And and Emma wants to speak to the five. And Xavier's like, they they know. They they want this more than anybody. They don't know why it's not working. And of course, we have Lockheed doing his thing. But the main thing is Lockheed that he was great. Uh, Kate isn't coming back. Oh and- no! Um, no, we have um. Fuck. Um, Emma sends back the yellow jacket, uh, and and right. telepathically communicates with uh, Verendi. Uh, yeah, and, and she lets Pyro mentally burn them. Bro, 
that scene was so dope because they all like screaming. Yes, shit. yes. It was so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he burns it. And he's just laughing. Yeah, yeah, because he's like, fuck it. Now, my question is, he keeps saying yes, mum, to Emma. Yeah. Is Pyro? Is that, is that no. the Australian thing? Yeah. I, yeah, mom, I, I guess. Mom. It's their uh, accented way of saying ma'am. Ah, okay. That threw me off a little bit. Yeah, that's actually English. I didn't know Australians did that too. Oh, uh, well, they're having Pyro do it. I'm assuming he does. But, you know, uh, Australia was a penal colony for, like, the British and stuff. So okay. they, get, they have a lot of their accent. So Xavier tells her, look, we're trying, but we need to rest for a little bit. You know, we'll take a break and we'll try again. Because yeah, I think they said that's their second egg right. that becomes unviable. And right. they don't know why. No. And then, well, that's crazy, so they can't bring back Kate. I'm sure they will. Just maybe in another way. Or maybe this was a part of the plan to mess with Shaw. Yeah, because Lockheed's on his way back. That's the ending. Which I hope Lockheed fucking rats his ass out. Or maybe Lockheed just needed to bring Kate back. I don't know. I was going to say that. So maybe Lockheed's memories of her could be implanted. Well, it, it's not the memories. It's the fact that they can't get the genetic nature of Kate to fuse with the mm. us to yeah. grow her. You need to grow the body first. Cerebral has her backup. Yeah. Yeah, but he wouldn't, Lockheed wouldn't have any genetics from her. No, I mean, he, he's kind of, mag- he's a magical beast. I don't know, man. Maybe he's the missing piece of her. Oh, I, I I like that this mystery is is really keep, keeping us locked on. Dope, I'm though. really upset that it hasn't been solved yet, though. It's been I'll a couple of weeks. He, if he brings her back, that'll be awesome. If Lockheed's the key to bring yeah, her back. Yeah, but how? Exactly what you guys were just complaining about. I was like, no, how? It'll be, it'll be cool. If, I mean, The whole thing way. is that, that Kay can't go through the gates. She's not recognized. She's a mutant from a lot of things. Yeah, and Shaw's is. plan is that, you know, she is not mutant enough for her to be reborn. And that's why he's using this to take over. So what if there's a missing... The missing puzzle piece has been there since issue one. We were missing something. And I get, I'm get. i hoping we get to that solution soon so that we can continue with all the other fun stuff we're doing in Marauders. That's coming to a head. It, it has to come to a head. I like it. Yeah, me too. Hold fast. This whole, like you said, like I hope it does happen soon. Because it's true, this is now the third issue after she's died. Not including the other tie-ins, just, you know... Well, but this Things is the second issue in and out of X Men and everything else. This is the second issue that they actually know that she's dead. So yeah, no. last one was last man was no. Iceman going murderer and right because the first that they didn't know yet. Right, and the one before that, which was after she died, right. uh, uh, it, it was just other uh, okay, missions. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So it's been so a she died mission. They find out uh, uh, last issue, and then this is now yeah third issue later um, that. Yes, second that they know, but third time she's had, right, right. since she's, she's died. Right, correct. And then plus tie-ins, because, you know, other books are weaving in and out. Of all yeah, but books. I don't... I can't remember another book that's mentioned her death. No. I think it's no, but we did, we, we did get a book that, I think, didn't Wolverine have Kate in it at one point? And I was like, okay, so this is a prequel to Before She Died. Wolverine. Right? Yeah. So yeah. I, I was a little frustrated that we get Kate alive, and I'm like, hey, cool. But she's dead in the future. Kate like, is like the main character right. in the fucking crossover right. with Fantastic with, Four. Right. Yes, she, yeah. that's right. Which she's, also takes place in the past. Yeah, because she's not tattooed. Right. Exactly. Right. That's before she just, Yeah, so it's just a little frustrating that we keep seeing it, but okay, we still have this mystery. Back and forth. Yeah. Yeah, the whole timeline thing not being linear is frustrating. But I hey, mean, X-Men. I mean, but, so was House of X, so... No, but that was meant to be that one. Right. Yeah, alright. But yeah, that was Marauders number 9 by Jerry Duggan? Yes. Yeah, he's still on it. I just... Uh, I, I don't remember the artist, but I like the art. No, yeah, that was good. And I hope you guys read the inserts, uh, you know, at least the fans and everything about, you know, the pyro incident, how yeah. they named it. Yeah, yeah that they dubbed it. 
Yeah, they're doing a bunch of stuff. I like Pyro's character. So, I mean, next to this, oh, we yeah, have... the EMP stuff, right? That's yeah. There's more EMPs, right? Yeah, that and to have, like, telepaths, like, right. when anyone's coming on board, yeah, it's really sweet. sweet. Right. Which I think is going to tie into what Forge was doing in the X-Men books. That he had a bunch of stuff. And Black uh, Tom Cassidy. Well, he's doing the EMPs, probably. Yeah, but he's, he was also trying to design planktons and right. coral defenses and stuff like that. So, again, it's all going to weave in and out. He's the man to do it. And then Black Tom Cassidy is looking <laughs> to the island, monitoring everything. Right. Because that man's losing his mind. But, uh, yeah. And then, you know, after this, we have Cable 1, X-Men 8, Excalibur. Uh, yeah, so those two are the ones that came out today. Wednesday, today, when we're recording. But, you know. I'm only going to read Cable because I think it's uh, Percy. I'm, I'm is is ben, Benjamin Percy? I, I didn't see. I don't know, but I'm gonna read. I don't remember who it was. I'm going to give it a shot. It's the first issue. I like giving the first issue a shot. Same. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I did it for Excalibur and so, Fallen Angels. And, me too. <laughs> look at where I'm at. Yeah. But yeah, we have a lot of interesting. No, I even did New Mutants too. Oh, that's right. You did the New Mutants. I did New Mutants. I did New Mutants for a few issues. And I, but you showed a, a picture, Kevin. Uh, they look like New Mutants were on the cover of uh, X-Men. Was that what you sent? Yes, X Men. Yeah, Magic that magic, came out today. Magic's on the cover. It features the New Mutants. It features New Mutants. Well, again, the New Mutants I'm familiar with. Yeah, so I'm wondering if it ties back in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah see, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's tying them back in. So I wonder if I should read New Mutants and catch up real quick, just to see if nah, anything ties. Nah. Don't, don't talk to yourself. Don't talk yeah. to yourself. Well, it's not like I'm reading Fallen Angels or Excalibur. Well, Fallen Angels is cool. Excalibur. Is huh. I'm okay. I'm, I'm, I'm okay and I'm not okay with that just because it was going somewhere and now they had to throw that somewhere else. Yeah. It, it just sucks. It's like exactly what we were all complaining about. It's like, oh, thank God, less Xbooks. But now there's more and more Xbooks every other week. It, it's astronomical how many Xboxes. And we're we still not done. There's still more to come. There's hmm. still... There's still... Um, there's Giant Heli- Bucks. There's Magneto. There's uh-huh, Giant Signs. Uh, the Magneto one-off. The Helions. X-Factors coming back. X-Factors redesigns are cool. Uh, I was never an X-Factor fan, but... Yeah. Okay, I, mean, I have just because of Wolverine uh, and Havoc. I have it. I like Jamie Maddox. Or Cy- Cyclops was Madrix. 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 a little bit. Madrox. Yeah, okay, that's so, all comics. Let's move on to that's, reviews. Yeah, TV. So we, got some, we got some TV. We got some movie. Uh, no, it's all TV this time. I'm sorry. We already did the, the movie stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, all right. So let's talk devs real quick. Because I know you and me, Kevin, we watched it. You saw only the first episode. Just the first episode. It was, it was enough. <laughs> oh, so Okay, so I, I knew it wasn't going to be for everyone. It wasn't for you? I'll probably check out the next episode to see where it's going. But well, it was already out because it came out together. I know. I'm just saying. Okay. I haven't. I watched the first episode. It got to the end. It was late. I'm like, I'm not going to dive into the second one. Especially since I was looking at my wife and she was just like, huh? Like, All right, we'll <laughs> turn it off. I enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. I thought it was very, very interesting. I was just... I, I just... I don't see... I don't see a story, so I'm like, I'm like uh, nothing okay. bringing me back is what I'm saying. So, so at least to pitch it to, I think Joe knows much of it. George, did you see anything of it? I haven't seen anything of Commercial it, but spot. I remember when you spoke about it. And the commercials are everywhere. For think, think so, Devs is, uh, is going to be an eight, uh, eight episode, hour long miniseries. Uh, it's on FX, but it's exclusively on, on Hulu. Hulu. Yeah. So, it's an FX show done on Hulu exclusively. And it's by uh, director writer Alex That's Garland, great. who wrote uh, he wrote Dread, he wrote and directed Ex Machina, wrote and directed uh, Annihilation, and then Devs literally and and a lot Garland, of I think also did um... he wrote the novelization of the Beach. 
of the what? But that's like super old. That's uh, the book, the Leonardo DiCaprio movie, uh, The Beach. No, not ringing the bell. Uh, and I love so the character. It's based on a book, and then he, Alex Garland actually wrote it when he was younger. Interesting. You get a lot of chops. But, um, yeah, Alex Garland, this show does literally feels, and there's literally uh, plots and scenes ripped from um, Ex Machina and Annihilation, and he just, like, morphed it together and made it, like, an eight-hour-long movie. And that's what Devs has oh. felt like. So essentially, what's about is it's a Russian programmer and uh, and his Chinese girlfriend who also works for the same uh, AI company, who they're working on quantum computers, quantum uh, computing. The guy, the the Russian, I guess spoilers because but it happens in the first movie uh, in the first episode, and it is in the description of the series, so it's not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. It just feels weird because we take so long to get to that point, but the um, Boyfriend disappears on his first day at uh, getting promoted. So he gets promoted to the devs department. He Yeah, so essentially, think of like Apple, mm-hmm. or a company exclusive like Apple, right? And then you're part of a research team, and then you do something in their research team that gets you put onto the development program of new things, which they've dubbed devs, okay? And then he gets, he gets shown in, but then you find out that he's some kind of spy. Oh, because, right. He disappears. And they, then the they find out that the, he's a spy. Right. Because so, uh, they. And then, uh, what's her name is on it? Um, Alison Pill. Alison Pill from Guard. Guard. She's in it, too. Cool. She, play, she plays at the. At and that. then Ron Swanson from uh, Parks and Rec. We're uh, forgetting his real name at the moment. Uh, he's Nick Offman. Nick Offman, thank you. He's the guy who runs the whole. Nice. Uh, the whole like devs him. program. He's the one really, yeah. yeah. Every character gets really fleshed out. He plays the head of this uh, AI company who had a daughter and died, and he's gone fucking nuts with his like hair and beard and the way he lives. Like, I assume that he, he still lives in the same house. I assume that's explained in the second episode. Yeah. Okay. Because there's a huge statue. I mean, I'm talking huge. I'm talking Statue of Liberty size statue in the park grounds where this whole company is to his do- his baby daughter. Or his toddler daughter. And it's like, it's it's unnerving. It's, it's weird. <laughs> it's weird. So everyone gets fleshed out. I, even like the head of security swearing in Sergey, mm-hmm. and, and he's like, oh, like, why are you worried about me? He goes, you're a Russian developer uh, in a relationship with a Chinese employee, and you're asking me, head of security, why I have a problem with it? <laughs> they, they didn't because Russians and Chinese trying to get uh, uh, secrets from, right. from an American company. <laughs> they didn't go into what they're working on, right? In the second episode, somewhat, somewhat. Because I, I, I don't want to ruin that because okay. it's, it's great. All right, I gotta watch it then. But then the first episode, they show him where the desk, and it's like the whole thing is being encased. The whole project is being encased in a in a room that's held aloft by electromagnetics. So, dude, whole, it's crazy. Wow. And then the only it's a it's an unbroken vacuum that they're working in, and the way it works is there's a there's a an elevator that goes sideways instead of up and down, and it's held aloft by electromagnetics magnetics as well. And you enter, and then it moves you over to the the room where everything's being done, so that the, the vacuum is never broken. Yeah. So imagine a cube in the center of a, a vacuum sealed building, and it's only held up by electromagnetic fields. Dude, this is so, that, so sci-fi. Uh, yes, that's no, what I'm no, saying. No. Like it's like X Machina meets Annihilation because the structure of this building, there's random gold rods, and you have no idea what they do yet. 
And it's just, what is that? And it all looks so alien, like Annihilation. But it's futurism because it's it's uh, ex machina. So what I don't want to ruin it because I myself don't know that too much. But it is again the second episode, and it's in the description of what the show is about. The whole theme of it is determinism, where Nick Offerman's character is that is is solely hell bent on the belief of this scientific theory of um, life, life and fate is is the same. Um, it's called deterministic theory, where you will only do what you're determined to do. So free will and freedom are, are, are just illusions. So think of fate of like, is literally a nightmare because what you're about to do or what you're going to do is you're already right. predetermined. Yeah. No matter what. And then he, what he's doing with the devs department is somehow figured an algorithm, uh, an algorithmic code that these guys are trying to implement where if you understand enough of the past, you could predetermine the future. Oh, that's what he was working on. The, the Sergey was working on. Yes, yeah. that's why in that scene, he's staring at the code. It takes him a whole day staring at the code. And he goes, sit here. This is your station. He goes, what am I doing? And Nick you Offerman is like, you'll read the code. You'll, you'll get there. And he's looking at it, bro. And he starts crying, freaking out. And he goes to throw up. And he's like yelling. He goes, is this real? Has this been implemented? Has anyone executed this code? And they're like, it's real. So it's like, it's, it gives you this really eerie vibe. It's so freaky. So we have some time travel elements. Ask me. I wouldn't say time travel because, okay. Time reading, time I, I would say prediction. Again, again, I'll, again uh, this is episode two, Justin. So specifically, three devs are working on past projection. Past, uh, yeah, past projections. Specifically, 2,000 years ago. When there is no cameras and there is not enough data to give a, a perfect image. So they're like, okay, they're testing out the code of if enough organisms have been predetermined uh, in present day and whatever they've tracked, how much further they can go. And then one of the, one of them is this like genius kid. He's hypothesizing 2,000 years. Uh, and that'll be the cutoff where. So the image they bring up, boy, it freaked me the fuck out because it's just static and you have no idea what, what it is. They're like, Oh, the image is fading, whatever, because it's just static. The static is forming figures. And they're like, okay, let's pan out. And as they pan out, but they can't clear more than that. As they pan out, is Jesus' crucifixion. Oh, and I lost my fucking mind watching this. And I was like, what? See, they should have held back. That's a good reveal. No, but that's good. That's enticement. I like it. Right. It's, it's, it's yeah. really there because I'm not telling you anything else that's going on. Oh, so you're saying more interesting stuff happens? Every episode, every character gets fleshed out. By two episodes, every character is fleshed out. It's good. It, it's it's crazy. But it's what what I was telling Joe. It's really, it's really niche, man. It's just like Ex Machina and it's just like Annihilation where it's like really it. slow. It's really uh, slow. Ex Machina was slow. It, right, it's it really takes its time. Then, boy, if you thought about X Machina, you would is, hate Annihilation. Yeah, this is pretty solid. Like people talk like with with intent. Like that's why I will say that the pacing is very intentional. But you see, X Machina I saw a long time ago, and I have a new trick for slow things. Oh God, two speed, zero speed. No, no, no two speed. Zero speed is what you guys watch. So, what you normal people watch. So I'm not. I'm loving that. I think the writing's amazing. The acting's incredible. The music is eerie. It gets under your skin. That's horrible. Better. I'm telling you, some really intense violence happens 
in these two episodes, okay. and they're fucking horrific. When's the next? Is it a Hulu show? It's every <laughs> Thursday. So every, so tomorrow. Yeah, or when you're hearing this, probably today. Dude, when I saw it, and I was telling Joe off air, uh, George. I'm, I'm watching. So when I, I saw the first episode, I started the second episode. Val walks by, and my wife, and and she's like, "What are you watching?" So I pause it and I explain everything to her what's going on. She sits down. She's like, "Whatever, just hit play. Let me see." So I hit play. We finished the episode two together, and she got intrigued, but she also liked Ex Machina and Annihilation. But at the same time, she's like, "It just wasn't for me." But I could appreciate that it's brilliant and beautiful, and the and the music is amazing. So take those same packaging, repackage into an ep- an eight episode long thing with a very minor tweak on the plot. It, it's those two same plots put together. I, I think uh, regarding the whole eight episode mini thing is perfect for him. Yeah. That's a long format movie. In an interview, he's like, he goes, I'm liking this a lot because I'm able to get the plot and the characters more time to breathe. Yeah, he gets more full vision because as slow as we think of Ex Machina, there's a lot more that could have been done. Yeah. Hell yeah. There's, there's, of course, there's a whole new... And if you ever get a run to Annihilation, there's a lot there. Do uh, do we know around what time place the devs takes uh, place in time? It has Future? To, it has to be uh, uh, like not too... Far, not, not like, like not like twenty years, like like maybe within the five, like the next five years, because it's an AI company already established and already working on quantum computing. Yeah, so you get what I mean. They're, they're, they're and like even years. the AI department, where Sergey, the the Russian programmer, even what he was working on, yeah, it was theoretical and quote unquote, and like research quote unquote. And he was working already working on live organism, live organic um, projection. But only like ten seconds into the future, so what he was doing was already theoretical, and then what the devs people is fucking, you know, ten a thousand times more. That is why he got pulled into the devs, right? So he, he had those ten seconds. But there's a th- there's a conspiracy. There's crazy theories. There's a whole other underlining plot that I don't want to touch. Yeah, it reminds me a little bit of a movie I once saw that uh, you know, do get to see into the future and uh, prepare things in advance. But obviously, different concept. But that whole past prediction algorithm stuff sounds very interesting. Yeah, I, I think we're not going to get to future stuff until other episodes. Oh, because yeah. right now, again, the theory of determinism is you have to no literally past. understand the past. But I guess their theory or their hypothesis, which is what they're testing, is you have to understand far enough to project uh, accurate enough. Mm-hmm. So they're like, okay, let's understand uh 2000s that's why they were looking at uh, you gotta do present days to establish you know hey look this actually works in this case and then you pull back really really far it just and you pull forward dude it freaked me out because you're seeing an image of, of, of static uh not only static but you're seeing an image and it's clearly jesus's crucifixion and it's crazy because there was no cameras there is absolutely no way True. to see that True. scene and mm-hmm. this program is able to backwards project live organisms that have been dead for that long to literally see that scene play out. So wild. Yeah. Kind of like that theory, you know, the way light travels, if you look far enough forward, you can see the beginning of where the light travels from because of uh, the time. Tensilation? Ah, I forgot how that theory works. I'm sure there'll be another Alex Garland thing that he'll play Time with. dilation. Time dilation. Is that Alex Garland just likes playing with crazy scientific theories and, I see it. and you know, Really absurd as fucking themes. It's awesome. But yeah, that's Dev's uh, FX on Hulu exclusively. A lot more than what I was thinking because I only watched uh, the first episode. 
But at least the first episode, you get to the plot of he disappears, and yeah. then the girlfriend gets wrapped up into the mystery. That's See, it. I wasn't interested until you started explaining the next part. I'm like, shit, now I'm interested. It builds. An hour. But it's a hard hour. And I'm telling you, these two hours flew for me. And I got mad, actively mad. I'm like, fuck, I need more. So I'm mad that I couldn't binge it. You know what makes it fly faster? Two speed. Nah, I like I like the way he directs he so much. That I don't want to ruin that movie. He's gonna he's gonna slow it down to half speed. Yeah. Slower. Nah, slower. Not, 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 not that much. Well, it's, already, it's already slow enough, but I know it's intentional. Yeah. No, nah, I should be done with all three by by next show. The oh, including this week, right? Yeah. So okay, so next we got um, TV. what's the stupid card? The card's probably the biggest right now. Yeah. And then we can end with outside. Yeah, George saw that one at least. Yeah, you saw the card, right? Yeah. So you're caught up. Okay, so we got fine. So a lot's happened since last time we talked the card. They've gone to the cube. They've picked up Soji. They're now on. She's self aware. She's self aware. She's been activated. Um, You have uh, them on uh, Nepenthe with Riker and Troy. So you get the first, uh, some of the first, if you don't count Data, crossover of. People from the original Next Generation series. Mm-hmm. You find out more about Riker and Troy, how they had a son who died. So that's cool, man. I like when you get history I mean, like that. That's tragic. World. Yeah, that's cool. But it just shows that the world's been living and moving on since Next Generation. Yeah, I like the the analogy that he gives. He goes, "Oh, we came here because the the soil has like uh, healing property. Healing property. I was like, oh, something happened. Yeah. But one of the things I'm enjoying about the show too is and their daughter's cool. Yeah, that actress is from uh, Haunting of Hill House, which it's funny how every time, you know, even us talk about some new show or some new movie and it always incorporates someone from Haunting of Hill House. <laughs> Great show. Great so actor. this what I'm thinking about the show, I think right now my favorite character on the show, aside from Picard, obviously, is uh, Rios. I'm yes. really digging the captain. Uh, I love how every uh, everybody, everything on his ship is a hologram. And it's a version of him with a different accent. With a different, different accent. accent. Yeah, I love the pilot, the, the daughter, the one that oh, only speaks yeah. Spanish and has like no no fucks to give. Yeah, I think it's I think that's the crazy. The Spanish one actually curses. I found I was like I was like oh shit the fucking hologram just cursed. Well, they all do. They're like uh, <laughs> the doctor one doesn't really curse. He's too nice. No, he well, no, but I'm saying that the characters do. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, because even um, Rafi cursed at this last yeah. episode. Oh too. yeah, but. Um, one of the things I dig on this show, and I, they're uh, okay. So Gene Roddenberry created Star Trek, obviously, right? Yeah. His son Eugene Roddenberry became a producer and did stuff, and he did a show called Earth Final Conflict. Which sounds familiar. It's it's a decent show. It changed a lot, but it's a decent show. But one of the aspects of that show was that the, the technology, the alien technology that was brought to Earth, the show was very much holographic, much like they're using now. On this show, mm-hmm. and if you would look, Eugene Rodberry is a producer, so ah, I like that nice. they brought that technology over to this show. Yeah, it's all kind of consistent. Okay, uh, technology needs to advance. So instead of, but I like, I like that. I've always liked the holographic technology like that. How everything's just in front of you, and you're just touching air. Yeah, it reminds me of another Gene Rodberry show where the aliens came and they had more technology and they had those slide out phones. That was our final conflict. Oh, Jesus! Look at that. My brain made the connection on its own. Drugs, man. <laughs> but I'm still digging wow. Picard. I'm still, I'm still all, all about it. Next episode, you got the Return of Seven of Nine coming back and looking like she's going to destroy that cube. So, but we I, lost. Lo- I loved Riker. I, I, we don't, we're not emphasizing enough 
Riker is just so good mm-hmm. in this episode. He's so philosophical, he, but still Riker. Well, right. like, he's like, let me guess. And he just basically lays out the entire shit that's happening. Yeah. It's like, I, he, you could tell he's been with Picard forever. Yeah. But I like his, it's just funny. The way he's introduced is so human. Like, it's a character we know, but he's introduced as a father first. Yes. Because his daughter's yelling at him. And she's like, Dad. And he goes, What? It's like, it's John Luke Picard. And he goes, Stop yelling. <laughs> and it's just it's such a yeah but father again, like a dad scene but again falls into the role of Riker so fast when Picard is like I'm in trouble immediately goes red alert yeah. shields up and then the whole Grab compound and the compound yes. gets around. it was just like boom like being on the bridge again yep. you know that's what I'm saying but the way we're introduced him first is and then he's the time has passed he is now a father mm-hmm. yeah. so we're introduced to a character we're familiar a father with, with but pain. the recontextual bro I'm and telling you, that tragedy thing, that's going to come back somehow. Well, the, and the other thing, too, well, is like he, with, with Riker, it's no nonsense. Picard is my captain. You can stay as long as you need. Don't worry about yeah. it. Troy is the one that's like, you can stay. We don't have a problem. But you could see in her eyes where she's like, I really wish you were here. Yeah. yeah. I really wish and you were here. Yeah, she's yeah. like, I'm not going to let something else happen to my to my remaining child. You know, but she would never say that to Picard. She, she's going to be steadfast where you can stay. We're going to take care of this. Don't worry about it. So, I I really dug this episode. I've been digging them all. I don't care. There've been a lot of a lot of people have been saying they haven't been because it's not like of next generation. It's like it never, uh-huh. was, it never was supposed to be like next generation. We'll so never get another next generation. I, I watched next, and I like the first episode. I mean, I'm not. No, no, but people well, are like I people like are it. upset because this is very very different from uh, the Star Trek that they I didn't know. Feel, I didn't feel Anytime you deviate even a little from Star Trek, Star Star Trek fans go. Ape shit and lose it's, their fucking minds. It's funny you're hearing that, and I'm hearing the opposite. I'm hearing people complain that it's like, oh, it's too much member berries. Where every episode he is revisiting someone or something from the previous. So it's fan service, right? People are complaining it's about like, that. I don't know, but, but to me, which I tend to be the proponent, the proponent to always have a problem with that. I think at this point, it's it's actually serving the plot. Like he went to Riker because he had no one else to turn to. He went to a board queue because that's where Soji was. She's there because the Romulans are. We don't know that question. It all makes sense. Not because. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, not the, we're not throwing the, the members, the fan service in because hey, let's just whip this in. There. And even going to Wolf is not coming into the screen. Be like, Wolf, Wolf. <laughs> like, but he's not, not just coming up for no reason. Even even for I'm going to Riker, he didn't go to Riker out of choice. He was just like that. That was in the range of distance that he of the planet. Exactly. He, he, he had to think fast, and he's like, right, "We need right. help." So and he knows sense. that planet. Everything yeah, so plan. you have a reason. But then you it's also good. have you also have in this episode where um, you find out more about uh, Agnes's character, how she took the pill, and yeah. she's being tracked, and then she kills herself. Yeah, because immediately when she killed uh, Maddox, Maddox, I, Maddox, I was like, "Why?" That was I thought that was your yeah, but your she, she, was she said she was saying it is like I wish they hadn't showed me right what they showed me right exactly. and that's I, what I've been wondering but again it's a, a backlash here recontextualizes the previous scene mm-hmm. I was like oh man dude right if I I have to put myself in her shoes though if I was shown an apocalyptic event will end the fucking universe and it's because of let's say like the information that my boyfriend has or or my loved one or whatever I. Terminator situation. It, it'd be hard, man. It'd be really hard. Mm. But my, my thing is, can I, Vulcan mind melts be not necessarily truthful? No, Vulcan. But he, she's not a Vulcan. Oh, she's right. She's not a Vulcan. But can you manipulate the, the things that you sent? I would think so. because I thought that was... It's off of the money. Yeah, so I'm like, ah, how much but do you believe that? But here's the thing. That? That, that I would think is the most... 
fan servicey thing in the entire episode. That's the thing I had a problem with. Yeah, like, of was, all the things to do, you're gonna mind meld with her. Why? Uh, why would you do that? It really didn't fit. Yeah, it was just like let's do this because to me it bothered me because I'm like I thought you could only do them with memories. So I'm like, so what is she showing her? A glimpse of the future? So how do you do that? Well, I would uh, think she's a Romulan and she's probably more advanced in manipulation of the mind mill than Vulcan would be. 100%. Yeah. She's tell Shire, so. So well, she's just not even pushing memories. She's like pushing like she's her pushing thoughts, her thoughts or, or yeah. her fears of Well, of I mean, listen, listen, to, listen to the whole thing. My thoughts to your thoughts. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, and Hugh dies. And Hugh dies. He gets stabbed in the neck. And then that's, I think that's why we're going to get the return uh, of 7 of 9. El- Elrond? Is that his name? Elnor. Elnor? Elnor. Elnor uh, is randomly stays back just to fight. Well, no, because the whole, the whole thing is that, remember, the, their whole thing is that they're, they're champions of lost causes. So what was <laughs> so the bigger Hugh. lost cause was yeah. to stay with Hugh, because he even says that. But then he, in this episode, he's, he's, he's stuck, but he finds like a, a locator chip that says Fenris on it. So I'm thinking that's seven of nine. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking that he's calling her back because mm-hmm. then she's going to find all the RBs or, or XBs. XBs on the Borg cube have been annihilated by the Romulans and then she's going to lose her shit. Yep, because XBs are a family. That, that, that's a tragedy only they understand. X-Borg. I have to get back to it. I only watched episode one. I'm, I'm thinking... No, cause, not because of... No, no, time. she says time. 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 Not because yeah. I didn't want to. It's cool, man. For me, like this is the sci-fi adventure I I, I wanted. Nice. Oh, I can't wait for you to watch Discovery now, though. Yeah, no, I already told you guys on the podcast. Like, when this ends and I need that itch scratch, I'm gonna go and watch Discovery. Dude, I'm telling you now. Look, but I'm warning, I'm warning you guys now with Discovery. You gotta push but through the five. Know. Once you get to the, you gotta get to the mirror mirror universe. Once you get to the mirror universe, just sit back, relax, enjoy the fucking show. Because oh. the second season's fucking amazing. The first season is just building towards the second. I got that. I but I just—I don't want you guys to watch three episodes of Discovery. And go, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I'm tired. No, get to the mirror universe. It gets so much better. That's I, fine. I've literally watched anime that the first ten episodes or sixteen episodes are just that building part. So I, I'm okay with that. Randomly. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Picard. I, I again totally recommend. We need to be watching. If you're especially if you're a Trek fan, if you're not watching Picard. Fucking what are you doing with yourself? If you're an adventure fan, I mean, yeah, come on, it's just, it's just, it's just great. So the last thing we're going to discuss tonight is um, the Outsider last episode, and my utter, utter disappointment. (laughs) (laughs) I I understand why. It was such a letdown. Yeah, it was such a letdown. It was such a big climax. Well, the first like ten minutes of the finale was like. Holy shit, this is so gripping. What's going to happen yeah, next? And then it's just, boom, you're dead, and you get face, get your face crushed by the rock, and then it's Lord of the Rings. You literally get another half hour of just endings for the other characters. And you're like, oh, I don't even care. Bro, Val cried when Andy died. I well, That was significant. So it was the first part of the episode. Yeah. So everything leading up to fighting, but you never found out what, which is fine. You never found out what he was or if there were more. They just kind of teased it. But that's fine. I don't need that. I don't need to know what he is. I don't need to know more. What I do need is a long tie-trap between him explaining why and what he's doing. And really all you got is, he killed my brother. Boom, he's dead. And then the the sort of reveal is like, oh, you're playing possum. You're not actually dead. And then he comes back and Ralph smashes yeah. his face with the rock. That gave me that closure. I'm like, okay, that needed, he needed to die. Well, that gave me the closure in, in the sense that, okay, this episode at least has that. 
But then you get the next 20 minutes of endings for all the characters that survive. Right. And I just didn't care. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about any of these people. Yeah, anymore. trying to close this loop of a of a of a cover up story. Yeah, and it's like, like you get the creature's existence. And out. they killed like they killed the lawyer who probably had the best chance of clearing what's his uh, Ralph or not Ralph um, Jason Terry, Bateman's yeah, name. Terry, Terry Mayne. And then so they killed him. They killed um, they killed Andy, the the guy who was in with uh, the the girl. They killed almost everybody. Ralph. The, Howie. Howie, which was like one of the best. Well, he, died, ones. Well, he died like right. He was first. first one. Yeah. I do love that. The, how how uh, what Jack died. I thought that was great. He, he got bit by the snake and then he comes out just Bro, with a gun. It was so violent. Yeah. Man. It was so horrific. But that's when he's just like, he's in there, go get him. And he just puts his mouth on the gun and pulls the trigger. But when, when he killed himself and I, I even said to Val and I was like, Bro, really? After you killed four of our fucking characters? Now all of a sudden you can't take it anymore. I saw the girl. That's it. Yeah, when she he, was the only one that she was the only one that was like believed treating, him. Yeah, believed it was treating him normal. So he saw her and was like, "Oh shit!" I knew that was gonna happen though. I was like, every, when everybody was like, "Oh no, stay here," I'm like, "No, send her out there. She's the one that's gonna clear his clear yeah. his head." But I liked so. How, what did you think of the interaction with the creature? Like with I, the thing? I needed more. Yeah, I really needed more. I, I, I like the way because after it, the buildup and the thing, of, it's not an evil villain is gonna tell you it's master plan. No, you're right. Like, you're right. Why do you kill and eat kids? And he's like, they just taste the sweetest. Yeah. Okay. Are there wow. more? He goes, I don't know. Do you I've, know? Sometimes I felt that maybe there's more. Yeah. And that's like, damn, that's fucking crazy. True. But, but, I, but maybe an explanation of how long he's been doing. My fair. That was my fair question. She goes, How old are you? Where did you come from? And he goes, I don't know. I don't remember. It's been so long. Wow. I do love the, the, the face regression where he was re- regressing back. Oh, that was crazy. Him. Yeah. And you saw every person that we've seen through all these other episodes. But that, but I think I think that whole scene should have been the end of the episode. I don't think that should have been the middle of the episode and then we got the, the, the fucking 40 endings of all the characters. Oh, like to cut back to, oh, what did Ralph walk back to? Yeah. Like okay. I, really, I really think the ending should have been they got the monster. It's dead. And then the cavalry shows up and is like, look, it's either it's in there or we don't know what the fuck happened. Okay. But I don't need the 20 minutes of cover up. I, I really don't need that tie up. I don't care at this point. I mean, I cared about that. But at the same time, I'm with you of like, but then you, the you need the one in the as chair. The, as the, right. Yeah, that was silly. But as, as the audience, you're like, fuck, but it he got away with so much. Like you want people to like know the existence of this fucking creature yeah, that caused yeah. so much uh, misery. But I do like how like um, how he asked her. He's like, how come you, of all the people, believe that I existed? Right. Yeah, I did like that. I thought that was great. But what was, what was her response? When he, what, what did she say she was doing? Oh, an outsider could always recognize an outsider. Yeah. That's what it was. I did really like that. And then I've heard, because uh, I, I don't think I've ever read a Stephen King novel, from other people that the um, Holly... Is a, a character in other books? Yes, so, I found that out. So time. supposedly, like HBO, like might want to expand that well, character. Well, she's a character in another in another trilogy of books, but I don't think she's. I don't know if she's not. An, I don't think she's an investigator like she is in this book. No, she should be because in this in the other book that he she's introduced in, she's actually a member of a family that the main character kind of gets involved with. So I don't know her. I'd have to read more on it. I can't. Really, I haven't really found much info on it. But yeah, when I found out she was a character in another book, I was like, "Oh, 
Well, that's intriguing. Mm-hmm. I, I could do that. I could. But see, that's Stephen King. Stephen King loves to pepper his books with the same characters. Right. And that's one of the things I like about him. It's like if you can find in all of his books, you can find connections to all of them and almost in, in all of them. So, who do you think was your MVP? Like favorite? Oh, Ralph. Yeah, Ralph was the one. I mean, he was the one. Ben Mendelsohn was so good. He was so good. He, to me, like I was complaining earlier on, on the podcast and other episodes where he took so long to understand that this creature existed and that something supernatural was happening. But exactly what you guys are saying of like, but it's 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 the real world. Mm-hmm. How much evidence would it take to break someone's reality? Mm-hmm. And, and and it literally and took even, him. It literally took him facing the creature to believe it. Yeah. But what I thought was interesting is that they even threw that in your face in this episode where it was like, how did it take you to believe to believe in me? Yeah. And that's what I thought. That's to me is the whole about show. It's like nobody buys it except her. And it's her that starts the cascade. And you know, some people are easy, like the guy I worked for GBI. He was, as soon as she mentioned El Coco, he was just like, I'm in. What are we talking yeah, about? Yeah, like, what know? is this? And, but then other people were, I mean, the woman, uh, Jason Bateman's uh, wife in the right. you know, still didn't believe she it. She was like, you brought me here for this bullshit? What the fuck? And then she pisses, gets pissed and leaves. So it's like, you can't, you, you, you live in a world of realism and then all of a sudden you're introducing a supernatural element and this is the real world. It's going to take a lot to get you to believe it, you know? If you but saw a streak across the sky that was green, first thought is not aliens, first thought's probably meteors, right? Meteors, and it would take a lot of people convincing to go, no, that was an alien. You know? I mean, we see things in the sky all the time that people claim are aliens to the point where it's just like, no one believes that. Yeah, but no it's, it goes back to the thing, you hear hooves, you don't think zebras, you think horses. <laughs> yeah. So I like that expanded more. Like, Ralph, by the end, he's like, it leads me to believe what else. Hell, the last thing he tells Holly is, what else is there out there? And she just shrugs. She's like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, but it's because she's his the last thing with the wife is like what was really touching. Um, when she saw, tells him, "Oh, I saw uh, their son who had died from cancer in the dream, but it wasn't him; it was the creature, or whatever." And the, the wife is like, "Well, maybe the next time we'll, we see him, it'll be him. Mm-hmm. We can join." And him. he accepts that. It's like that's the first time he accepts some kind of fantasy in the whole series. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, after after this kind of powwow, yeah, I can. I can I can get behind it a little bit more. I still don't need those at the end, those endings for them. But yeah, I, I'm 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 behind up until they, they they get rid of the creature. I'm I'm all still on board. It's just mm. the, after that I'm, I can take it. It was crazy. It was creepy when it talked to them. Like when they confronted it, and it's like, oh, watch your step. It's slippery. Well, it's yeah. like, what the fuck? It knows it's there. Yeah, yeah that was pretty cool. And I like my favorite thing it said is like, oh, you they come all this way to walk back now. You mm-hmm. turn back now. Crazy. So, what do we got? What do we got, what do we so got on the horizon? There's breaking news here. Oh, what else is canceled? Tom Hanks has coronavirus. It's a national treasure. We can't lose him. It's everywhere. Him and his wife, two NBA players have contracted coronavirus. So now the NBA has suspended the league the whole season. That's it. They called all the games back. They huh. stopped well, all the games. Well, that goes to LeBron, right? For because, real? Yeah. NBA cancels regular season. Right. That's crazy. Because the two players showed up with it. They rushed him to the hospital. I mean, they suspended that game, and then they called up all the other games. But Tom Hanks and his wife both have He's a national treasure. Yeah, Rita Wills, America's sweetheart. Bro, to much. cancel the whole season because of two. Right. Well, yeah, they're like, no, fuck this. Okay, no, like, I'm with you. Tom Hanks, treasure, and everything too. But to 
in the NBA season. Well, yeah, bro. You have, I mean, it's not that it's unprecedented. Of people at night. You know, sports do that. I mean, there are so yeah. many people that are there. It's just, it's just so Seattle good. has banned all events that are over a thousand people. I think they said, which is all sports venues. Yeah, it's Resident Evil, right? But that's what I'm saying. Like, like we're not there yet. But I, I just live mean, like, like we're doing better than Resident Evil. I just live <laughs> like like Dragon One, and man, if he dies, he dies. That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, to, to be honest, the world of China is pretty much Raccoon City. Yeah. Yo, we can't lose Woody, bro. Okay, we yeah. <laughs> I was thinking um for uh Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Uh and all the castaway. Well he can keep running. Yeah, he's Well yeah, hopefully, you know, and the whole he has the money. He's gonna be Gucci. Yeah, I was gonna say he's got the financial oh. security. Oh one last thing I wanna mention because I was very happy to read this too. Sorry. I don't know. This news, it's, it's important. It's you. It's you. Um oh, thanks. uh have you guys been hearing about the Swan movie revival? Yes, that they're yeah. doing yes with um, Jamie Foxx. Fox. Yeah, Jamie Foxx is no longer associated with the project. That's funny. And I'm okay with that. I am very, very happy about. Thank God. Because he doesn't look like he'd be. By the way, the Spawn I don't like Jamie Foxx. Serious. This is exactly. serious of an actor. The Spawn just, figure right now that just came out from Mortal Kombat 11 is being scalped. Bro, it's going for so much money right now. Damn. It's so sick. It is, it is a great figure. Yeah, it's sick. Every time it touches a Target shelf, they whoop. Yeah, are we think? Are we thinking of actually touching the shelves, or are they not even making it out of boxes? Well, some yeah, people do push you to find someone at Target. What do you do, uh, Amir? Go to Target. You make friends easily. I, I yeah, can, I can do this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> isn't there one like down the street from your house? Like you, sir. Flex for Target. Yeah, flex for Target. Uh, I have things to trade. <laughs> oh, it's in that I just saw right now. Um, since we're mentioning Joker and the comics and everything like that, and Punchline, uh, the Joker War is coming up, and Nightwing will be a part of it. And Punchline will be uh, featured Which in there Which Nightwing? As well. I heard no. I heard Nightwing will be a puppet. Nightwing's a puppet, but not a Joker. That's even worse. A Punchline? Maybe they they didn't specify in the article. Oh, but Punchline. Isn't it sad that 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 main character is kind of been stooped to that? Yeah, now he's a he's a punch. Yeah. He, he is. Well, he, is a punchline. He, he fought Dua oh. then. <laughs> so he is. <sighs> But no, nah, uh, Rick Grayson did fight did fight Dula Dent uh, ten issues ago. Uh, who, who, who? Rick Grayson. Who's this Rick Grayson? And the, and the Night Wings. Uh, I don't know what you're talking. Who's Dula Dent? Who's Dula Dent? You're That's asking Joker's me? daughter. No, I know. Or Harvey Dent's daughter. We're not really sure. At this well, point. no, no. She's the, the villain is Joker's Joker, daughter. Right. It's actually Dula Dent's daughter. Yeah. Right. She has a complicated backstory. Just like the Joker. Yeah. Well, you mean like every Batman villain in creation? I, I take offense to that. Mister Freeze is very simple. Penguin is very simple. Yeah. Joker in Mortal Kombat 11, best Joker in a fighting game ever. Damn. Uh, how many Jokers do we have in a fighting game? Uh, you had that DC Injustice. Yeah, 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 Injustice 2 games. So, yeah, so we have three Jokers. That, and then, and then uh, the, the Mortal Kombat versus, versus DC. Mortal Kombat versus DC. MK yeah. versus DC. Right. Okay. So, so that's three. That's, that's, so that's a substantial amount to make that claim. Okay, yeah. Do you right. want to fight me on it, brother? I will fight you. Hey, you just walked into this podcast. Come down. All right, let's end it here. All right. All right. We're already about to end the two hours. Damn. All right. We're getting so, better. Yeah, we're getting good. We're getting Carol, good. Do it. So join us next week. We'll be talking more about comics, more about TV, more about movies. If none um, of us are sick. More about cancellation. None of us are, yeah, none of us are sick. Well, we can always do it from home. No, Unless the government cancels us, too. Uh, yeah. Three, three of you can. They call us up. Listen, guys, you can't meet up anymore. Um, do we know if any, what movies are coming out this weekend? Uh, Anything we're going to go see? Damn it, I actually have nothing Ooh. on my list to go see. Uh, Mulan? No, that's not this. Oh, there's a... Uh, Bloodshot. Bloodshot. Yeah. Bloodshot yeah. is a... The Daniel Radcliffe movie, uh, yeah, Akimbo. Guns Akimbo, it's out already. Uh, Guns Akimbo's already out? And The Hunt. Well, me and Amir, we're going to go see Guns Akimbo one of these days when he buys my ticket. Hell no, just got to pick a date. You know what I'm free? You know my schedule? <laughs> okay.
okay. Yes. Follow us on our podcast platforms. Yes. Yes. Right, come on, let's go. I don't know. Yeah. We got viruses to run away from. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, out there saying, let's go. <laughs> so, okay. So, uh, well, listen to us on all social. Our, goddamn, all podcast platforms. All yeah. the podcast platforms. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. And before we go. Before, one last thing before we go, I want to give one shout out to another listener. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, Bill, What's friend up, of Bill? mine. What's up, man? He's a friend of mine's brother. He listens to the show. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for listening, Bill. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, and uh, join us next week. And as always, this is the way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way.